Hustle fam, hustle fam. We are back with another amazing episode. And you know, I think today we got a special one, y'all. Listen, you know, every now and again, we find some diamonds in the rough. We find some real, really special people, man, doing some really dope things. And I think we got well, with my brother today, my man, Andrew from Lexington Trucking. What's good, my brother? Nice to meet you, bro. Man, listen, um, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Uh, that's the word that Thank I could you. probably say that really describes the feeling I have right now. Um, you know, we kind of connected and uh, you reached out to me, told me kind of what you was doing. I, I, I heard your story and now pulling up here in person, I'm like, wow, the manifestation is, is, is real, man. Really proud of what you have built here. Um, last three years. Correct. With, well, with two and a half, one on three. Two Correct. and a half one years with Alexin Trucking, um, former pre-med student, Correct. came Correct. from the medical field. Correct. And now you're in the trucking game, man, and you're killing it. Killing it. So we're here live on location with this brother. We're inside inside the warehouse. You see the trucks in the back of us. It's just a whole vibe. So first of all, man, welcome, welcome to Truck and Hustle, man. Welcome to the family. Thank you, man. Appreciate for, you. for sure. All right. So listen, man, without further ado, let's get into this story, man. Let's let's talk about it. Kind of introduce yourself and kind of, you know, tell us where you're from, man. A little bit about yourself. So um, I'm from uh, Long Island, New York. LA. Yeah. So um, I moved to Atlanta when I was uh around uh 10 years old. Okay. Um, my mom, my mother, she's in the health field. Um, she's a nurse. My dad, he's a physician. Um, and uh, I, you know, I went to I went to school here. Um, I have a lot of family um, in New York, but most of them moved down to Georgia. Uh, and that's 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 pretty much that's the synopsis of uh, my family background. Yeah. I, I do have brothers on my dad's side. Um, I do have uh, and I have one brother and a sister on my, on my mom's side. Where, where, where are you guys from originally? So my mother and my father, they're from Haiti. Okay. Yeah, they're from South Haiti. South by Say. Were. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. That's yeah, what's my, up. Uh, my, my mother, she moved to uh, the States when she was uh, 11. Okay. My father moved to the States when he was 19. And my mother, she um, she came here and uh, she 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 was on her own. Mm. Um, and she, 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 she worked really hard to, 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 to get to where she's at today. Um, she, had, she, she married at 17. Okay. Um, Cause that was her way out because um, cause she was young, and then during that time when you get married, that's when you can leave the house. So she got married; she was seventeen, had two kids. Which by the time she was nine, no, she, I'm sorry, she got married at sixteen, had two kids by she, by the time she was seventeen. And my brother, and my sister, okay, and um, and my my sister, and my brother didn't know they 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 raised me. My mother was working a lot during that time. Um, my mother was present. I, I don't want to get it confused. My mother yeah, yeah. had a present mother, and she raised me as well. But my during but during the early early years of my life. Um, my sister was my sister really um my sister raised me she kind of stepped brother. in and helped out correct correct okay correct. so your mother was obviously working trying to hold down hold down the family what, what type of jobs did she do like tell me oh, a little she bit. was the director of nursing okay um, she was a nurse yeah, she was, yeah she's an rn all right um and uh she worked in bellevue hospital um i used to go to school bellevue in, yeah bellevue that's where the crazy people at, right? <laughs> word, word. <laughs> <laughs> man i know she got some stories about oh, yeah, that definitely definitely bellevue yeah. all right and uh, i went to school in the bronx and um so whenever whenever she would get off of work, she would have to come pick me up, and uh, we drive all the way back to Long Island and rinse and repeat. There would be, there would be times where she couldn't pick me up because she would be working so late. So she would pay one of her managers to pick me up from school and bring me home. Okay. So I wouldn't be at so I wouldn't be at school till nine o'clock at night. Sometimes I sometimes I would be. Mm. Yeah, I have a hardworking mother. Gotcha. Um, now, what's your pops doing? My father, he was a physician, um, but my father had an unorthodox way of 
getting into the medical field. He didn't go to the biggest college. He didn't have the financial backing. He didn't have the credit. My father, he he worked in the prisons. He was a um he he worked in the prisons and he went to um medical school in Mexico. Okay. He went to medical school in Mexico, and when he got his uh um when he graduated, he came back to the states, but the states didn't recognize. Um, him as as an official doctor, uh, right, right, right. So he worked really hard to do his, do his resident residency somewhere. So um, he did his residency um, at the hospital that I was born at, okay, at Winthrop, okay. And um, and my father, uh, but then he after his res after his residency in Winthrop, he had to um, it, I believe I believe it was terminated, and he finished his residency in um in Florida, okay. And he moved to Florida, did his residency. And uh, worked in hospitals and started his practice down there. What type of physician was he? Internal medicine. Okay, internal medicine. Correct, correct. Okay, got you. All right. So you guys moved out of New York. Yes, mm -hmm. you said you're around ten years old. Correct. Right. So um, you ain't. So so I mean, at, at that age, you probably didn't really experience too much of the New York New York lifestyle, right? Uh, well, the New York lifestyle was one of the reasons why I had to move to. Okay. Atlanta. Yeah, we had a traumatic, we had a personal um, traumatic event that oh, occurred. Wow. Where um just to cut it to cut it short, my mother and I know we were victims of a kidnapping. Wow. Yeah, so we were victims of a kidnapping. They came and guns put guns to our heads and all that. And uh that was the catalyst that started the move to um leave New York. Oh man. And um during while my mom was figuring out um how are we gonna move to New York, she sent me to Florida still with my father for a couple months until she was able to get her situation um, situated so she can afford for us to move. Oh wow! Um, so that's what happened. So, so your father, your your mother and father weren't together at the time. Oh no, no, yeah, my my mother and father they've been separated since I've been born. Okay. Yeah, correct. My mother raised me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Got you. Got yeah. you. All right. That explains all the different yeah. jobs and so correct, forth and correct. so on. So wow, that's that's extremely traumatic, man. Yeah. At 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 ten, is that did it no, happen no, at no, ten no, or nine? No, or no, I was. I was seven when that happened. Seven years yeah, old. Seven, six, one or seven, I believe. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Was you? What like? Are you able to go into that a little bit, or like, was um, it a random event, or was it? It was. It was a random event for my mother and I. Um, but it wasn't a random event in terms of because it was other people involved, and um, her friends at the time. Were involved with, were involved in activities that she wasn't aware of. Got you. So we, for us, it was wrong place, wrong time. Yeah. And we were and and we caught the we caught the tail end of it, and you know we you know we went through that and we made it through it, and uh, that's what happened. Got you. But, got you. Wow. God bless, man. Yeah, good. Good to see you here today, bro. Oh, thank you. All right. So you you moved to Atlanta. Tell tell me about that transition for you as a kid. I mean, you're still kind of young, right? Mm -hmm. So, but it's a change of pace. Correct. Change of scenery. Tell me about that. So Atlanta, um, it was different, um, because uh, in New York, I had a, a lot of my family, like my cousins. In New York, I mean, I had all my family. We were all always in one house, or at the, at the time where we were living in the attic. It was me, my cousins, my, my my other cousins. We were all together, you know. So when I came to Georgia, I didn't have all my siblings like that, you know. And my at the time, my brother, and my sister was still going to college in New York. I'm going to NYU. And my, my brother went to NYU. My sister went to Stony Brook. So uh, yeah, it was it was it was a it it was a different transition. Okay. So I had to I had to 
I was I was very isolated in my thinking, and that transmuted into my actions. And I would really be for myself, and but at the same time, I'm a very selfless person, so I would want to try. Me trying to be isolated in my thinking, be for myself. That was my defense mechanism, so I wouldn't get hurt by trying to be all nice and stuff <laughs> and, and giving and all that. Yeah. But nevertheless, um, it was it was a different transition, and uh, it was um, it was it was eventually it ironed out because I met a lot of I met I, I met a friend in my neighborhood named Malcolm, who was um who was Haitian as well, who right. came who came from Brooklyn actually. Okay. And he became like my right hand guy. Okay. We rode the bus together. We're still friends till this day. Got you. There'll be times when when I need it when I kind of like well I'm 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 jumping I'm jumping I'm coming right back. There'll yeah. be times in my company where I couldn't afford payroll, and he would and he would show he me. He was your guy still to this day. Still to this day, show me a couple thousand up. so I can you know pay my employees. You know that's what's but up. That, but that but 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 now I'm gonna jump back. But yeah, but Malcolm he from from. From elementary till now, he's that's my guy. Okay, you know? so so let's let's kind of fast forward a little bit to like <laughs> high school days. What cool. what were you about? Were you an athlete? Were you into girls? Were you into partying? Oh, was man. it academics? What oh. was it for you? Oh, girls. what was your drug of choice? Uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> I love girls. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But um, I was a hooper though. Okay, you play ball. Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely. What what position? Um. Any position? Any position? Use that, use, use that guy, uh, nah, huh? I was a bucket, man. <laughs> <laughs> Word. So, yeah, I was a bucket, man. Just, just, Did yeah. you play on a team, like the high school team? No, I didn't. Politics. Okay. But I played a AAU. Um, I played a lot of AAU. Um, and then what else? Uh, but a lot of people who were, in, who were on the high school team, out they, 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 we played AAU, play AAU together. Um, middle school, high school, I just, I just played basketball. Got yeah, you, got you. So it's all about sports and girls. Sports and girls. That that's that's pretty common, yeah. you know. what I'm saying academics, for for a young brother. Academics wasn't really my thing. Okay. Um, but my but if I but if once I knew what I needed, so I can so for me to get done, I got the grades. So if I knew I needed an A, so I can get this, get get this uh get get this a uh, goal. Right. Then that's what it, that's that's what it was. Right. My brother, and my sister, they were they were like the brainiacs. You know, they had the Went to the best schools, scholarships, and all, all, and all that. That wasn't me. Me, I was, a, I was always a hustler. I was a hard worker. So, my thing was just once I figure out a loophole that I can uh, max, that I can you know maximize to, to whether it's to get a good grade, whether it's to expand the business, whether it's to um, anything that attributes to growth. I, I executed on it. Right. So I wasn't the student that got the that got the highest grades, but you know I made sure I got it done. Yeah. So if that means I have to memorize uh <laughs> memorize the whole the whole answer key, I got it done. Right. If that means that I had to you know um be up all night you know just studying all that, and the test is the next day. I got it done. Yeah. So that's just in time. You make it happen. Make it happen. No doubt. But while you're making it happen, you make it look natural. (laughs) (laughs) You got to. You got to. For sure. So you went to college? Yeah, I did. What what, what school? So every school I applied to denied me. Um, I applied to Morehouse. I applied um, to Kennesaw State, Georgia State. They all denied me. So I I eventually ended up going to Chattahoochee Tech. Okay. And that was a blessing, me going there, because it allowed me to um, develop. Because had I made it to a university, 
straight straight out, I would have flunked out. Mm. So I went to Chattahoochee um, Technical College, and again with Chattahoochee, I I was I was messing up, and what happened was, I figured out that um, I wanted to get to an, I wanted to get to university because I realized okay I like girls and. <laughs> <laughs> the girls in this They school. wasn't at Chattahoochee Yeah the, 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 No yeah. hoochies at Chattahoochee See I wasn't going to even say that But you, you had to go there but. <laughs> Right right I said, right, right, right. Man, I like girls But you know The girls in this school Is not the same caliber Like the university right. Around the corner So right. I said man What I gotta do My grades were so messed up So The university I wanna get into You need to have a 2.5 My grades at Chattahoochee Was bad I got Bad, bad man. Not even at least a two point five, no, bro. It was like a one point seven. <laughs> but I, again, I found I found out a little loophole. Okay. So what happened was the school I wanted to go to, they will allow you to transfer. So if you take a class twice, then they'll take the better grade that you that you got in the class. So if you got an F one time and the B the next time when you transfer, they'll just, they'll just take the B. Right. They won't average the F and the B. Okay. So at Chattahoochee. All my classes I took, I got like D's and, you know, C's, some F's, right? And then once I figured out that, okay, I can transfer to a, a get, get into this university, but I have a fresh GPA because they'll, they'll take the better grade up to, up to two. So what I did was, well, okay, but what I'm going to do, um, I'm going to retake these classes and, some, and I'm, and I'm going to take some classes that I'm just, you know, not going to, Get the best grade in, right. but I'm gonna use that semester to accumulate all the information I need. So when I retake this class, I'm, I'm gonna get the A. Right. <laughs> I went to work. <laughs> I got it done. Okay. Okay. So when I transferred to the big university, I had a 4.0. Oh off wow! The bat wow, that's I crazy. All these classes. <laughs> yeah. And I got it done. So I had a 4.0 off the back, and with that 4.0, I had a I had a different that. That, that caliber of GPA put me in a position to be in a, It opened you up to a whole new world of uh, opportunity. Opportunities and girls. So. <laughs> <laughs> and the girls. And the girls. So yeah. what, what what school did you end up transferring to? Kennesaw State. Maybe. Kennesaw State, right. Okay. All right. So you go to Kennesaw State, and what are you studying now? Um, I was doing my pre-med. Pre-med, okay, cool. Pre-med and, but also this time I was working on my church. Um, every job I try to get. I couldn't get a job for some reason because I want to get a job so I can you know, show my mom and show my brother-in-law at the time. My brother-in-law, he was on me. He was like, yo, maybe you get a job. You need to eat. When I was 14 years old, I was in the workforce. You know, you know, right, you right. He's telling you all his stories, all right? All his stories. And, and I understood his perspective. But and at the time, I didn't understand his, his perspective. I was just like, okay, fine. My, I was in the mindset of I just want to prove I want to prove to you I can do it. Right. So every time I try to get a job, it wouldn't go through. I got a job, at, but I finally got a job at this warehouse that all my friends were, that my, all my all my friends were working at. And um, when I got the job, my mom won't let me go. I said, "Mom, I, my, you know, my brother been saying I need to get a job. You know, I don't want to keep asking you for twenty dollars. That adds <laughs> up, you know. And you know, I I, I don't keep asking you for this haircut money. But my mom's like, no, Andrew, no, I didn't work." This hard and sacrifice everything I sacrificed for you to be working in the warehouse. So I'll continue to give you the money I'm able to give you, but keep finding something else. Right. Got a job at CVS. Right before I went to start, the lady called me and told me, I'm sorry, we can't we can't allow you to start because we gave a commitment to somebody else. We're so sorry. I'm like, damn, how I get fired on my on my day off? <laughs> right, right, right. Right. So then um luckily 
co- well, coincidentally, when I was in high school, um, there was a lunch lady and that I used to correspond with whenever um, I wanted to, um, you know, buy food. Or if I didn't have the money to get, um, like, because at, at my high school, we, we, getting, getting the chicken, getting the, the chicken sub was like luxury. Right, right. So if you had $4 to drop on that chicken sub, that was luxury. But there were times that I didn't have the money, but I really wanted a chicken sub. I didn't, wanna, I didn't want the regular high school lunch food. She would say, all right, here, just, just get it and I'll and, and I pay your bill, yeah. right? I would always pay her back. I was and, her, and I would always tell her thank you. I was so thankful for her. So that was when I was in high school. All right. So fast forward, I'm at my church trying to find a job, and they tell me that the week that the weekend director um, is this lady. I said, okay, how do I get her information? They said, well, she's here at this time and all that, and this is when you see her. I said, okay. So when I went to um, I went to the church. I waited. I said, hey, uh, I'm looking for, um, I gave the lady's name. She said, oh, that's me. I said, hold on. You're, you're the lunch lady right, from right, my, right. When, I, when I was in high school. She said, oh, yeah, oh, my gosh. <laughs> and since, but since I had that rapport with her, I didn't know where it would lead to. She gave me my first job. Okay. So I was working on my church. I worked on my church for, uh, I think, four years. But while working at the church, I was, um, you know, I had to find a way to make more money. Right. And what were you doing at the church? What, what was your job? Nursery. Okay, nursery. All right. Child care. So you're watching the kids. Yeah, I, I love children. I've always been really good with children. Okay. So I worked in the nursery and all the kids, you know, they you know, they love me. And you know, I was that teacher that, you know, we, you know, we can we, we Yeah, we, turn we, up, yeah, have fun. Yes. Got you. Got definitely. you. So so yeah, um, I mean I that was probably the best experience because um I was doing something I loved. And yeah, the money wasn't wasn't the best, but since I was doing something something I love, it balanced it out. I love kids, but again, I want to I want to make some money. So I said, man, how can I make some make some money? So one the one day I realized, you know, it, I, during that time, I, oh, I also was a sneakerhead. Okay, I was heavy on my on my um, uh, on my as we see definitely. <laughs> <laughs> this is this, this is light right as here. You say, <laughs> it's light. I, I knew he's gonna say this ain't, this ain't really nothing. These are my kick around words. So. Right. I was heavy on my sneakers, so when I clock in to work, right, people would be coming to, yo, Andrew, man, yo, yo, can you put in an order for me? So I would, I would take, I would, I, so I will, I would take orders. Then I would call my, call my, call my guy. Say, listen, I need these shoes, these shoes, these shoes, these shoes, these shoes, all these shoes. GTT Commercial Ties is a tire store that's designed with the owner-operator in mind. It serves as a helpful community where you are always their number one priority. Whether you're a new owner-operator or you've been driving for years, their mission is the same, to keep owner-operators in business. That's why they go above and beyond providing superior customer service when you actually need it, educating you on proper tire care and delivering a no-BS sales experience. With two conveniently located stores in Richmond and Petersburg, Virginia, and almost 2,000 five-star Google reviews, they are truly raising the bar and setting a new standard in tire care. Make sure you call 1-800-991-6251 to schedule your appointment now and tell them Truck and Hustle sent you. And this is where one of the major pivots in my life came. I was working on my church and while I was working, I had a I had a I had a transition in managers. So the original manager I had that knew me from high school, I had a I had a different relation with her. Right. So I had a lot of leeway. 
there'd be a lot of things that I would get away with that the other um the new manager wouldn't let you get away with correct right so and also like my other colleagues who were working in the nursery with me there was they were sometimes like, man, why does Andrew get to do that? And <laughs> but when but when we do it, you, you you yell at us. She's like, don't worry about Andrew. Just so right. So I carried that same energy with the new manager. She was having it, <laughs> and I wasn't getting the message. Okay. So one day, she said to me, she said, I came in late one day. I was like, you know, I'm here. She said, Andrew, listen. She looked at me dead in my eye. She said, I know that things were ran a different way when you were with the. With your own, with, no, the previous manage, manager But This is how I'm running things And you're under my authority Oh man when she said that <laughs> <laughs> That's the first time I said to myself I don't understand English <laughs> Right 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 so she, I, I couldn't I, could, I couldn't It's like I couldn't I couldn't process someone telling me that. Right. I couldn't understand that. So I said, no, is she she talking Creole? (laughs) (laughs) I never heard that before. That's not English. Because I don't understand that. Yeah. And after I fully registered, she said, yeah, you're under my authority. So you need, and I said, oh. And I said, no, my my heart, like, went in my ass. Mm. I said, "I, I don't like someone telling me that. And I said, okay, well, she's she's right in the, she's right in the aspect of yeah, she I am under her authority in this realm, but you don't have a say so if I want to quit. So that was my beginning to you know wanting to. Transition. That was a shift of your mindset, correct? So when that happened, I was already mentally tapped out. I still love the kids. I still love working there, but I didn't like feeling that that uh, that control. So then, that's when my dad came along and gave me that check. I said, well, I have the money I need. I'm out of here. So I went in. Ooh, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of chilly. <laughs> <laughs> I went and um, went to start trading. Okay. I lost the money. My dad said, all right, I'll give you some more money, but um, you're going to have to wait. I waited, waited, waited. Didn't happen. So I had to figure something out. So now at this point, I'm already out of school because when you don't enroll for, when you don't enroll for three semesters, they, uh, they kick you out at the, at, the, at the college I was at. My nice pretty Jaguar crashed it. Mm. When I crashed it, I took the check that they gave me, the, to- um, the, the total loss check, I took that, threw it in the market because I believed in it so much. Lost that. So now no car, no school. My girlfriend broke up with me because, you know. You ain't popping no more. I'm not popping. <laughs> I can't afford, you know, I can't even afford going to Corral. Right, 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 right. You know, and that's all you can eat. Yeah, facts. So I'm this man. So now I'm just in my room depressed. I said, man, because I said, you know what? I'm, I'm going to learn this trading thing. I'm going to focus on learning this trading thing. I don't have no money, but I'm going to act as if I have the money. So I'm going to focus on trying to learn this trading thing. So I focused on that. So during that time, I uh, I didn't, I never left my room, never for one year and four months. I never left my room. All I did was read and study, read and study, read and study, read and study. I eventually was able to get back into school, but I needed a car. I said, you know what? I need to get a job. So I said, well, let me try to get my dad a car. At this time, we haven't spoken. 
I said, um, I said, yo, um, Poppy, I need um, give you just loan me two thousand dollars. I could put a dot payment on this car that will help me get to work. Cause I found a job at Walmart, but I didn't start yet though. So I said, um, he said, okay, fine. I send you the money. I said, cool. So now I'm back in. Now I got. Now I got back in school. And now I said, okay, bet. I'm going to get this $2,000 from my dad. I'm going to put the down payment on the car. Now I have a car to get to work. I had orientation at Walmart like the next next, next two days or something. I said, Poppy, I need this money by Tuesday. I orientation on Wednesday. But I need money on Tuesday so I could, early morning Tuesday, so I could go put the down payment on the car, pick it up so I could be at work Wednesday. So he sent me the money. I got the money. And when he sent me the money, I said, man. I got a decision right now. I said I could take this money and invest it, or I can go to Walmart for orientation. So I wait. I I, I thought about it. I said, you know what? I'm not doing. It. I'm not, I'm not going in. So out of that two thousand, I took fourteen hundred, put it in the market. I took six hundred, put it in my pocket. By the end of the week, that fourteen hundred turned to five thousand. Because mm. I said to myself Before I invested I said you know what So you sat One year and four months To for, for To just bow out I said listen Drew Like I lose this money Now I'm back in the same position I said listen man But I didn't sit this long To My cousin can tell you Or my fellow My family can tell you I, I, I'm gonna go I believe in myself So that's what I did and by the end of the week, I made five thousand. I was going after that. So after that, I was um, I got back to school, bought like a Range Rover and all that. And I was and I was and at this time I'm twenty twenty three twenty four. Okay. And I'm I'm good. So you making money in forex? Oh yeah. yeah. Like that five thousand, like it didn't stop there. No no no, I'm it, getting it. It turned into like what? Like what kind of money are you making? I made around. When I sat down and when I sat down and went through all my statements, I made I made a little over a hundred thousand dollars. Okay, and no, what and what amount of time? That was a year, like a year and a half. Okay, a year and a half. So forex is real, huh? Yeah, yeah. I but, always thought it was a scam. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But 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 the thing about it is, no one knew how much I was holding. Yeah. No one knew. No one knew how much I was holding. Right. Literally, one day, my mom came. My mom came home. I had a, I had a brand new Range Rover in, in, in the driveway. Like, what's, what's up? Right, what's going on? What you selling? It's not, yeah. it's not foreign exchange. It's not, it's Word. not currency. What Word. is it? No, I was getting it. Yeah. But I didn't realize I was getting it like that. It wasn't until afterwards when I sat back. When you in hindsight, you yeah, look back. How much money I was spending. Right. I said, wow. Because, because now, because I was paying for my, I was, pay, I was paying for my, I was paying for my own school also. Okay. I was paying my own classes. Right. Because I said to myself, because well, let me backtrack real quick. I didn't know about credit while I was younger, when I first got into college, right? So one day someone told me, yo, check on, this is how you check your credit. So I wanted to check my, check my credit score. I saw, it said 10,000. I said, oh man, I got $10,000? When is it gonna get to my account? I said, no, no, you owe 10,000. <laughs> I said, hold on, how old 10,000? I'm working at the church, I haven't made that at the church. No, right. no, no, you remember that loan you took out your first semester? Oh snap Yeah 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 I said to myself so, Oh no 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 I said so that means By the time I finish I'm gonna This gonna be This 10,000 gonna look like Maybe A, a, a quarter mil Right right 
right? Especially if I'm trying to go to medical school. Yeah, that's a fact. That's, said, that was, that was, that was that's another, eight years that right was, there. Exactly. Sometimes 12. That was another pivot in my life. I said, oh, 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 hold on, hold on. That means I can only go, I can only do, I can only go to school if I can afford it. Because mm. I can't keep taking, no, 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 no. Right. I got to figure something out. Right. So now fast forward, I'm paying my old school. Paying my old school. Now I'm not paying for a full semester. I can afford a full semester. I'll I'll I'll, I'll go. I'll take two three classes because that's what gonna, that's what that's why I could afford, and that's what I was doing. So right. I was going to school, and I was making money from home, and you know just doing my thing. You know, my, my girlfriend. I had my girlfriend. Um, you know. The Miami. other one didn't come back, did she? No, same, same one. one. Same she one. came back? Yeah, same, same oh, one. man, look at that. <laughs> look at God. <laughs> look at God. But it was a blessing. It was a blessing. She was apart from me um, during during that season because, yeah. you know, I was mentally I wasn't there. You wasn't ready for it anyway. Correct. So, okay. you know, that was, that was the Lord doing his own thing with her, you know, while, yeah. he, while he was getting me right. Okay. So I was, you know, just, I was just doing my thing. Now, eventually I started to get kind of bored. Because now I'm not even trading like that no more, because I because since since my expenses are so low, having twenty thousand to your name is to me it was like six six figures. Right, I had no expenses. You know, a couple hundred dollars I give to my mom, and you know I'm I'm cool. And you only pay for your semester one time. That's one time payment until the next. You know, I think what eight weeks something like that yeah. or twelve weeks. So I'm so I'm fine now. I got to a point I'm doing maybe one. I'm doing one two trades a month. Because I found a way to, um, I I found a way to 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 maximize maximize on the pattern. So what I did was I studied one chart. I said, you know what, I'm done trying to trade a bunch of charts. I'm gonna study one chart, focus on this one chart, and learn the behaviors of, of this one chart. But I learn the behaviors of this one chart, I'll fall in rhythm with it. And as I fall in rhythm, as I fall in rhythm, as I fall in rhythm with it, I'll be profitable with it. So that's what I did. Mm. So now I only trade once or once or twice a month. I will wait for certain occurrences to line up together to execute. Gotcha. So what am I doing my spare time? Hooping, you know, or with my girl and all that. But then I just got kind of bored, right? And but I didn't realize I was getting kind of bored. And I'll tell you when I realized I was getting bored. So now um, my dad, um, I went to go visit him in Florida. I hung out with him. And I realized that he was um, he he was on another endeavor, trucking. Said, What's this trucking thing you're doing? He said, "Well, this is thing I'm doing with your brother, but it's not going well. He took all the money and he's distressed." So I'm like, "Okay, I can do it. You know, let let, let me learn it and let me try to learn it. I can do it." So I'm there's a lot of money, da 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 da. But he didn't know at the time. I had some money on me, right? But I didn't know at the time how much money I really needed. Right, right. So how much money you had? A couple, couple, twenty thousand. Got you. Okay. So I had enough to hold to hold myself. In your mind, that was enough to take over the business, though. (laughs) Got twenty G's. Pops, talking about. Talking about. (laughs) I got money, man. I know you, but I got money too, man. Like I'm, I'm I'm not just coming empty-handed. I got money, man. Right. He said, "He said, listen, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know." I said, "Poppy, let me let me let me give a try." Hi, what? You know, I'm gonna let you talk to the person who I'm managing the trucks, and if she thinks she you you can do it, fine. So I spoke to the lady they had managing the truck, managing his truck at the time. I said, okay, um, what I need what I need to learn. So my dad 
had her like you know teach me you know teach me what she knew about the business and then eventually i said you know i could do it by, i could do it by myself so my that's okay fine so i took i took the trucks i had them i, I had them brought to georgia okay how many trucks at the time it was two trucks two trucks two trucks you had okay then uh, but now but the trucks but the trucks i'm not the trucks aren't making any money right i'm not even i don't even have them on the road right but I have I have a little nest egg of money that I'm that I'm that I'm that I'm surviving off of, because I understand it's gonna take time for me to get money off the trucks. So when my dad, uh, when my dad, when my dad um uh told me I can bring the I can bring bring the trucks to Georgia and all that, it's okay, cool. So I brought him to Georgia. I said it could be be easier for me to focus on it. So this was the agreement I had with him. I said, listen. I think at the time, I think at the time he, offered, no, at the time he had around like twenty thousand dollars, like saved up from the money that, that the trucks that the trucks made. Okay, because my brother took, um, my brother, my brother spent like all the money the trucks were making, unbeknownst to him. Right. So now he had like around twenty thousand in the account so that, for the trucks. So he said, "Listen, just here, so there's twenty thousand in the account. There's here the trucks." And so now I have thirty dollars. Now, now I got thirty grand of my own money, and I have two trucks and twenty and twenty grand. Okay, so now, and no no customers, no business, just the actual physical truck it's asset, a trust, it's a trust. and in the cash, cash, right? And at the time, yeah, the truck leased on to FedEx Custom Critical. Okay, now I didn't know that you can have your own truck and lease on with the company. Once I learned that, I said, "Okay, cool." So I had, I had, I had the trucks stay with at least on the Federal Custom Critical. But I said, "You know what? These people aren't really making money. Let me find other companies to lease these tru- to lease these trucks onto, so that I can um make money." But I said, "You know what? I want to find a company that allows me to handle booking the loads because I didn't know about loads. I didn't know about loads and booking loads, but I did understand that you make money by doing loads." Right. I said, "Well, I want to." Control that. I don't right. want to have someone control that for me. So I said, "What company allows you to book your own loads?" So at the time, it was Snyder Landstar. Those were the companies that you can you can go with, and they'll allow you to book your loads, and they'll give you a percentage split. I think Snyder was like sixty five percent. Landstar was like sixty five percent. So I said, "Okay, I'm gonna go with Snyder." So now. I have these trucks. I have these. I have these. I have these two trucks in Georgia. I have drivers in them, and now I reach out to Snyder. They say, "Okay, well, um, are you wanting to be on operator?" I said, "Yeah, yeah, I'm going to operator." They say, "Okay, well, where's your CDL?" I said, "I don't have a CDL." They're like, "Okay, well, you need your own driver." I said, "Well, I have a. I do have my own driver." They said, "Okay, well, you need to come to orientation with him," because at the time, they weren't big in having non CDL owners right that was just it was frowned upon correct okay so i went to the the terminal was in charlotte so i had to come with my driver to charlotte to go to orientation one truck or two two trucks okay so two trucks two drivers mm-hmm. yeah all three go to charlotte correct okay so we go to charlotte and I'm sitting in the orientation. I go, I go, I go through orientation all that. Then I go back. Then I go back um, to Georgia. So now I'm dispatching the trucks. That's okay. No, starting to make some money. Is he good with his mic? Where it's at? You straight? Yeah. Okay, just making yeah. sure. All right, cool. Go ahead. 
So now I'm making some money. But then, breakdowns. I said, oh, man, that little $20,000, my dad had an account. That, that goes quick because you got to fuel, maintenance, payroll. And Snyder, they, you know, they had, they, they, they charge you, they charge you for the ELD, escrow, maintenance, um, maintenance account, you might, you might not ever use, um, insurance and all that stuff. So now I have my trust leads on the Snyder. So now these, but, but, so these trucks have to make a certain amount of money a week so I can cover my hidden costs. That's that's ongoing, right? So you just gotta stay. You just gotta stay running. So I'm trying to book, and I don't know how to book loads. I'm just booking, you know, <laughs> right? Doing loads for eighty cents a mile and paying drivers, you know, a dollar a mile. I had it backwards. You're totally winging it. Totally winging it. So, okay, but I'm making. I'm making it go. Now at this time, my my money I have saved up is like like is is going. It's going. It's like I'm, I'm. It's going. So the trucks are, you know, making some money, and my dad said, "Okay, you know what? Um, all right, I see. I see you're really serious about this." Cause my dad, he saw I was serious about it, and with him just seeing how serious I was about it, he said, "You know what? Let's get another. I get two more trucks." Okay, cool. So now I got another two more trucks, but now these two trucks are not even on the road. So while I'm trying to get them on the road, I'm still trying to run these. Two, I'm still trying to dispatch this. Another two trucks. So now I'm working, trying to get each truck dispatched. And now, I ha now we got four trucks now, but two trucks is not really making money. Another two trucks I'm trying to get set up. So as 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 one truck is making money, another truck is eating it. So it was so it it, it got really rough. So now I'm at a point where um, Snyder. They're, they are very strict about their safety. Very, very strict about their safety. So now, if you um, if you have two, one or too many infractions or violations, they'll call you and no, you got to go. Your truck can stay, but your driver got to go. But that means if your truck got to go, I mean, that means if your driver got to go, your truck can stay. Your truck is still going to be accumulating the ongoing fees and fees. so forth. Right. So now, if it take you three weeks to get a driver, right? You got three weeks of fees that's been building up, right? So once you get the driver, it, the driver goes through the orientation and all that and hits the road, right? You don't get your check till the you don't get you don't get your settlement check till the next week. So when that settlement check comes in, it's gone because you got all them fees, right? That your truck was getting charged, the escrow, the insurance, the ELD, everything, right? Regardless if it's rolling or not, rolling or not. It don't, the plates, everything you get in charge. So you know, I mean, so 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 when I will lose a driver, I'm like, yo, I'm not gonna make no money for another month at least off this truck. Right. So I said, you know what? What's easier for me to do? Find another driver that has to go through the qualifications, or just find another company to lease onto. <laughs> so that's what I started doing. So I said, you know, what? I'm gonna put a truck. I'm just going to lease on truck with this company. Lease on truck. So I had trucks lease on with different companies, trying to get drivers, flying in drivers from different states. So they could, I, I was hiring any and everybody. I was just hiring heartbeats. Yeah, get closer a little bit. So now I'm a, um, but I never, never had all the trucks running at one time. Never. Right. I, I always only had one or two trucks running or one truck went down that I couldn't afford to fix. 
I will go and jump to another truck and try to get it on the road. So it got to a point where my dad said, listen, I can't do this no more. Like, you're not making no money. This is not making no money. Uh, this is uh, now I have written it. This is a monkey business. That <laughs> my mind you were seven months in and I already depleted all my personal money. So now in the, in the company, in the company, I'm making no money. Like as, as soon as coming is going right, right back out. Right. And you're leased on with how many companies at this point? Three. Three different companies. Snyder, Landstar, another company, another company called Panther Logistics. Okay. I'm leased on with all these three companies now that have like one truck in each, right? Or one truck will break down and one truck, since one truck broke down, that leased on the one is not making no money. So it's just accumulating costs. I'm just running these two trucks and these other companies I'm leased on to. If I find another driver to get into this company, I have this truck leased on to that's accumulating fees. And I'm just, I'm just, and at this time, now I have my own apartment now. I got my girlfriend living with me now. It's rough. Yeah. It's rough. And I'm trying to figure out weeks where am I going to cover payroll or am I going to have groceries hard? And now I'm like seven months in, seven, seven and a half months in. And my dad says, listen, he said, listen, I'm done. I'm not contributing no more to this company. And uh, if you need money, sell a truck. If you need some more money, sell another truck. If you need more money, sell another truck. <laughs> if you need some more money, sell the last truck. Sell the last truck. Because this is a monkey business. And you're being delusional. And I said, Poppy, but you told me you believed in me, though. Like, when we, sat at the, we sat at your house. And the deal was, I'm the brains. And I'm going to be the hustle. As long as you believe in me. We're going to make it all back. Trust me. I'm, I'm going to figure it out. Listen, 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 listen. No, this, that's it. I'm done. This is monkey business. I said, I said, all right, I got you. After that, I started messing with my calls and all that. So now I have these trucks and I can't, I can't afford to fix them. They're just sitting, right? So now I'm in a situation where my drivers are getting terminated from these companies I'm leased on to because they would have these, they're getting, they're getting these violations, right? So now it gets really, 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 really hard for me. Cause now I have to truck on the road and I know I can afford a blowout. Cause I truck out the blowout, I don't have the money in my bank account to, for roadside to come give me a tire. Right. I don't have the money. I don't know what I'm gonna do. So literally everything has to run perfect, perfect. Because now, yeah, I get my settlement on Friday, but as soon as settlement hits, half of it is gonna, half of it, half of it is gone. It's gonna be gone for that for the advances I had to get, so I can survive till that Friday, and then and I gotta pay the driver off that settlement. I don't got no money. Right. I don't have no money, so it got to a point where I couldn't just keep on finding companies to lease onto because they because they terminated my driver. And then I couldn't keep waiting to find another driver and go through the process of another company's onboarding, another company's wait time. And then they finally approved my driver after two weeks. The third week has to go through orientation. And after orientation, orientation, orientation ends on Friday, you can't really get no lows during the weekend. You can only get lows based on that carrier's customer base. So 
the truck doesn't really start hitting the road to the fourth week. Right. But the money from the money made for the fourth week, you won't see it. You won't see it till Friday of the fifth week. That's a long process. So holding on to so I will hold on to drivers. I said, no, nah, we just got to find another company to lease on to. But I got to point I couldn't keep doing that. I couldn't afford to keep doing that. Cause now I can't pay I can't pay my rent. I'm about, I'm, I'm facing eviction with my apartment. My girlfriend doesn't know about it because you like because you know that we try to as men, we try to do everything we can to hold it down before the lady has to know what's really going on. Facts. And it could be a and sometimes it could go good, sometimes it could go bad. Right. But sometimes but they won't know because like I said earlier in the interview, we'll make it look natural. So now I'm in a situation where I got two trucks broke down. I can't afford to fix them, so I'm only running two trucks, right? And then I have no money. I said, what am I going to do? I said, I'm not going to sell my truck. I'm not doing that. I said, but you know what? I got to do something. So I went and got title ponds okay. on all my trucks. But I did it in increments. Explain what that is for people who don't know. Title pond is where you go, you find a lender that will give you that will undervalue the the real value of your truck and give you a check for it, but now they own the right to it. It don't matter how much money you spent to buy it cash. Now they own the right to it, and if you don't keep up, if you don't keep up with those interest payments, they're gonna repo it, and you know that's it. And what the interest rates look like on those? Man, do I don't even remember. I just need the money. <laughs> right, you right, know? right. So I have so. I got a title upon on, on two trucks and they gave me together twelve thousand dollars. I said, these trucks are worth almost sixty grand. He gave me twelve grand. Twelve thousand for, for each one? Yep. No, no, no. Two? Yes. Okay, okay. Sixty-five, sixty-five. Okay. It came out to thirteen. They took out the little fees. I got twelve thousand. Okay. That little money was able to help me, you know, all right, I can pay my rent for one more month. I can put more money to marketing. And I could have no money so I could sit down so I can buy myself time to figure out what company I could, I, I, what company I could lease on to and so on and so forth. So <clears throat> now I have, now I have two trucks already pawned. And I know in my mind, I said, wow, I said, I'm about to not have a company now. Because now when you're in a situation where you start to really, once you pawn off all, all your assets, you really, what do you really own now? Like there's nothing, there's nothing else you, there's nothing really on. I said, okay, I have two trucks pawned. I've got two more trucks left. So I'm going, going, you know, finding drivers, getting drivers, doing the whole, this is the same thing. Got harder, got, got even harder. Had to pawn another truck. So now I don't give up three titles. I said, man, Jesus Lord, what am I going to do? All right, come on, Drew, you, you, you got it, you got it, you got it. Got hard. Upon my fourth title, now I got. I said, I said "Damn, I, I, you don't, you don't got, you don't really, you really don't have a company right now, Andrew." So I pawned all my trucks, right? But I only had two running, because the ones I pawned weren't running. So now I pawned. Now I now I got liens on all my trucks now, and I'm just I'm still trying to you know. Run, run, run them. Now, the lender is knocking on me because the first two pawns I got, I, I can keep up with those payments. I'm taking money from I got cashed out on on my fourth pawn to pay 
the monthly payment on my right. on my first two pawns. Robbing Peter to pay Paul. After a while, they said, listen, we need to repo these trucks. I said, oh my gosh. Um, give me more time. Listen, we need to repo these trucks. Now they're trying to repo my trucks. Now I just stop answering their calls. I said, I said, yo, listen, I believe in this company. I'm, I'm going to make it work. Now, <clears throat> well, at this time, I said, you know what? I'm, I, I got to start over. So I started, so I started over from scratch. I created another company. So they're brand new. Okay. I said, um, I'm did they, they, did, did they end up repoing the trucks? No, 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 okay. no, no, no. They would have. Okay. I'm going to get into that. Okay. Okay. I said, I'm going to start another company because the company I initially started was under my father. But the, the company I was with was originally my father's company that he created. Right. I said, you know, I want to, because I still didn't really believe that my father was gone. It took me some time to really realize. To really register. Like you thought he was just kind of talking. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Eventually he'd get over it and Correct. he'd be back. No, nah, he was gone. That's <laughs> all right, but So he left around seven months, right? So around the, around, oh, look at one of my guys pulling in. Okay. So around the, around the ninth month, when I really realized he was gone, I, I created a whole new company, right? So I'm running, so I'm running everything under my new company now, right? Right, new but, authority, everything. All, no, 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 I'm still, I'm still leased on. Oh, you're still leased. Okay, yeah, yeah, got I just you. created, I just, I, I just incorporated my company. New formation. New formation. Okay, I'm the, got you. Now I'm the owner now. Got you. All no, right. Because before I wasn't really the owner, I was, you know, just right. I was just like a manager, or whatever. Got you. Now it's my company now, and now I'm gonna do what I need to do. So now, but now these, now these tied up on people are coming after me, and my, of course my drivers don't know what's going on, and they don't know that people are trying to report the trucks. And but when I, all I'm focused on is you know just trying to you know I'm focused on my vision. Yeah. That's that real, real. No, you you can't script this. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you can't. This, uh, right. this is live in action. He about to unhook and grab another truck, but this truck I just keep it for local. But the trip they gave him, it has it, 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 it got to stop. It got to stop in South Carolina. Okay, yeah, so, I heard you talking to him. Yeah, earlier. yeah. So I told him go grab another truck. Switch out. So I will focus on my vision. So um. But eventually, um, one day I got an email from the lender who um, who gave me on my the loan the loan for my truck. And the email stated, um, "You're scheduled to appear in court." Warrant. I said, "What is this? What is this?" I couldn't keep up with the payments anymore. So I said, "Man, what is this?" So now I look at the email. I said, "You're scheduled to appear in court to, an to answer as to why you haven't surrendered your surrendered your trucks." like two trucks they wanted because it was different it was different um different different lenders so they were like um we need um you need to answer as to why you're not we haven't surrendered your trucks oh lord jesus what am i gonna do 
Right. Like, what am I going to do? So when I got the email, I had court. This court was scheduled in like in three weeks from the day. I said, darn it. I said, yo, what am I going to do, man? Like, now I got my trucks on the road. My driver is, you know, that's how he feeds his family. And when I got into trucking, I would start really going. I said to myself, I will always make sure my drivers are paid. And I told myself I had to give myself the most scariest situation I could ever imagine, which was something happening to my mother, right? I said, okay, I had to visualize that and see that in my head and understand, okay, Drew, now that you see it, understand. If something happened to your mom, this situation happened to your mom on Thursday, that don't matter. You still got to pay drivers on, on Friday. And putting that into my into my thinking, that made me, um, it made me act in the way where by any means necessary, I'm gonna make sure my drivers are paid. Even if I gotta risk my freedom, even if something happens to my family, even even if my bank accounts gets frozen, my driver's gonna get his money on Friday. Right, right. By any means necessary. So now I'm in that mode. Yo, now they wanna now they want to take these trucks. I'm not giving them up. I gotta think of something to buy me time, because if you give me time to figure something out. I'm gonna figure it out. I'm gonna make sure that you know, you you you'll get your money. Right. All right, hustle fam. Listen, y'all. I am here live on location at OTR Capital. Happy to announce our new strategic partnership with OTR Capital. I'm here with Grace Moore, my friend. How are you, Grace? Awesome. It's so good to have you here. When when we align with somebody, align with a brand, we wanted to make sure that we had the right people standing behind us and, and that could help our community and kind of take them further along in their journey because, you know, we can only bring them so far, right? We need to create those strategic partnerships to take them to the next level. And that's what I think that this relationship and this partnership is going to do. Grace, tell the people a little bit about OTR and what you guys do. Yeah, thanks, Ramel. So we are a factoring company you know, we've been doing this for 10 years. We're dedicated to trucking companies' success and offering tools and services to help them to continue to succeed. Education is so important to us for our clients and helping them continue to grow their business. I know we have similar missions. You know, um, we really do care about trucking companies and we're both from a trucking background. You know, OTR isn't a financial services company coming off of a bank. We're, you know, we're based out of transportation a third party logistics company and you yourself, you know, ran trucking and had a CDL. So yep. it's like, you know, for us, it's just, it's amazing to be able to come together in this way. The, the culture here is awesome. Um, I love working with you guys. I love the people here. And it's great, man. I think we could do some some beautiful things together, create epic content, add epic value. And I'm really excited and looking forward to doing this with you guys. I mean, it took me a long time to really, you know, partner with someone in this way. And I decided to do it with you guys because I feel that you're the right company to add value to, to our audience. We completely agree. We're super excited, thrilled to be a part of it. Thank you so much. Truck and Hustle OTR, we're now together. We're locked in. Hustle fam, you know we love y'all. If you smell something burning, it's only your desire. My word is my currency. So my word is everything. So I said, listen, I'm gonna pay you. That, that's my word. 
Just be patient with me. Be patient with me. All right. All right. Fine. Because I said, listen, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be more of a hassle and more expenses on your end to try to refile against me. It's, 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 listen, be patient. But I'm I'm break you off a little bit of what I can and just let me have some have this time so I can figure out what I need to figure out. Because at this point, you don't have a choice. Facts. You don't. You at least get something. It's not something nothing. Exactly. <laughs> and I will settle with you. Yeah. And I'll set out a number that we both that's that, that's beneficial for both of us. But until then, I'm I'm still trying to figure out figure 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 and figure this company out. So now I lease on to this other company out of Ohio. And it was a good company, finally. It wasn't like the, the other company out the other mega carriers I released on to. So now I have two trucks with them. Cause I still have two trucks I can't afford to fix. So now um I'm going, I'm going. And now I'm making some money now. But now things get kinda but again, it's trucking, you know, too many too many breakdowns, you can only get paid once a week. You can you really get you really get you really get strapped on strapped on cash. Yeah. During this time, my cousin, my cousin, he was working, you know, he he, he was working um work, he was working working in the hospital at the time. But during this time, my cousin was working on his credit. You see, he was he started early. He started before I started. You see, I wasn't I didn't really care about credit like that. I was, I was always about making the dollar. I always had cash. Always. Anything I had, I always just cashed everything out. Cause when I cause when I started with Forex, I had cash. And the money I was making, I just had cash. So I didn't I didn't care about credit. Every car, any car I bought, my BMWs and my rate, I always bought them cash. My cousin, during that during that time, he was building his credit. So what he was doing is, you know, accumulating credit cards, accumulating getting a car here, getting a car there, getting a car there, unbeknownst to me. Unbeknownst to me, right? But during this time, he's working a regular nine to five. But he's accumulating all these cards, right? Right? So now I'm strapped on cash. Uh, I don't have, I'm like, dang, man, I can't, now I got this breakdown, you know? My cousin said, yo, my cousin called me, my cousin, he called me Breezy. He said, Breezy, here, I got a car for you. So what? He said, yo, listen, this car got like 10,000 on it. Take that and go do, go do what you need to do. I'm, I'm straight. He had no car, no nothing. He just had he just had these cards. He was you know, building himself up. Yeah. So okay. So any breakdown I had, yo, take the car, go, go get it fixed. So go get it back on the road. All right, all right, cause thank you. And we did that for like six months, right? I maxed out his cards. I wasn't even paying. He, he would he would pay the minimum payments. All right, breezy. Here, take this card. I maxed that out. All right, all right, all right. Just all right, just get right. Cause I, yo, when I take off, I got trust me. I'm gonna pay you back. Don't even worry about that. Just get right. All right, take 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 another card. So all right, and again, I didn't pay any of the minimum payments during this time. He was paying all of it while he was working nine to five and had no car. Ubering to work. All right, putting whatever dreams he had, putting them on hold to finance to make to help me get right. All right, all right. so. <clears throat> And I didn't know he was accumulating all this stuff during that time, but he was. But he. But he's very. You know, he's very quiet. You know, and and he, and and he's very humble. You know, so that's what he did. 
So he did, we did that for around six, seven months. And now I'm still leased on to this, to this company that's pretty good. <clears throat> but, while I'm leased on, but while I'm leased on to them, I figure out how they're booking their loads. Because each time I call into their dispatch, it sounds like I'm talking to somebody that don't live in America. <laughs> but the company is based out of Ohio. And so I'm talking, and all the dispatchers are all women. So this is different the, because the owner, they had like around 130 trucks in, in their fleet. So I said, okay, um, um, that's, pretty cool. that's pretty cool, I guess. So I found out the reason why these people don't sound like they're in America because he runs his operation from, uh, from a, what's the, what's the name of the country? Um, Ukraine. Not Ukraine. Um, Caribbean country? What, what is it? Um, Philippines, 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 Philippines. Okay. Philippines. Oh my gosh. So hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This was new to me. Because you see, when you leave some of these companies, they charge you 30%, 25%, right? But you don't really know what that 30%, what that 30% entails. They tell you, oh, this is for the, the paperwork and all this stuff and all this, all, all this stuff. I didn't, I didn't really understand, but, but I had an insight to seeing what is the 30% I'm getting charged for. You know, because again, I get it. If I'm on authority, then I get 100%. But some lease on to you, you take 30% and you give me, it's a 30, 70 split, whatever. Fine. So I was like, why do these people sound like they live in other, they're, they're in another country? Yeah, they were out based on the Philippines. What he did was, was just genius of him. He went to the Philippines, trained a bunch of women on how to operate the, and how to manage the, his truck company remotely, trained them all up. And bought a big old, bought a big old like duplex and put them all in there. And he had like 130 trucks. So all he did all day was dispatch. Dispatch and book loads and hand all the back office stuff. And you know, their time zone is different. So he had them. So anytime I had an issue with my trucks, whether it was 2 p.m. or 2 a.m., someone answered the phone. Right. Impeccable operation. I said, you know what? This is something I might use when I get when I when I get my own authority. So, and again, as I'm leasing off to all these companies, I'm taking a little bit of each things that I like that I will that I want to that I want to put in my own when I when I get my own. So now I'm dealing with his um, dispatch all the time now. So now I develop a good relationship with one of the females in there. Again, back. No, I, I love girls. So, <laughs> so <laughs> always had a way of you know, you know, you know, talking. You know, yeah, you know, you know, talking to them, yeah. you know, and all that, and all that stuff. So, what she did was what she, what she wasn't supposed to do. She gave me access to their dat board, which which she wasn't supposed to do. But she gave me. Hold on, this driver might be calling me. Keep calling me back. Yeah, Who this? Oh, it was going on. All right, um, give me one moment. Gotcha, give me one moment. How's the lights? With the, with the stuff going down, still cool? I saw you moved it.
Hey, what's the last four of your card? Are you good to go? All right. All right. Yep. So the dat board. All right. So she gave me access to their dat board, and that's how they were all booking loads for all the trucks in the fleet. So I said, "Listen, let me um." Cause now I started knowing how to book loads. I said, "Okay, l- let's do this. Let me book my loads, okay? And when I book my loads, they'll send you the rate confirmation and all that, and you just sign them." Right. She's okay. Okay, and you just making her job easy. Exactly. She said, "We." She said, "We just can't tell. We just don't let the boss know." I said, "Listen, I got you. I'm on, listen. No, no, no problem." She's okay. Okay, fine, fine. So now I'm booking my trucks through the dad board, learn the negotiating the race and all that stuff. So, oh man, this is dope. So now um, I have uh, I have um, I have two trucks with them, right? And now. Um, I'm booking. I'm 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 making money. Cause now I'm I'm now I'm I'm like oh my god. Now I'm booking loads for two thousand, three thousand, whatever. And, and I'm, I'm my trucks are going all over the state. So I get a call from the owner one day. <laughs> he said, Andrew, man, how you liking our company, man? You man, your your numbers, your truck. I know your trucks making a lot of money. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, man. Man, my dispatchers, you know, hey, I taught them all, huh? So yeah, 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 you did, you did, yeah, you did. <laughs> he doesn't know I'm I'm the one who's booking all these loads. Right. My truck made all this money. So like, yeah, man, just uh, you know, just want to make sure you you still doing good, doing good. If you want to add more trucks, say so, yeah. Well, I have another truck, but it's down right now, and you know, and I can't um, I can't, uh, but but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna add it on soon. He's okay, great, 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 great. So yeah, man, but he said, man, I'm just he said I'm, th- these numbers is just. These are some serious numbers, man. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. He said, yeah, man. He said, all right, well, all right, cool. Well, nice, nice talking to you. That's no problem. But the, the trucks were making some good money, right? So, but nevertheless, again, it's trucking, you know, like two, one too many breakdowns and you don't have margin of error like that. You don't got to have cash flow, cash flow, steady cash flow. It can get, it can get, you know, it gets difficult. Facts. So, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm getting advances and stuff from them, but I'm, I'm losing the money because when my settlement comes in, it gets gone, and nowhere going. But these break, these, these maintenance, you know, and and I had and I had newer model trucks. Okay. So I had these new trucks on any little thing, you know, and then I'm trying to go here to get my trucks fixed, and this person screwed me over, and my truck got has to wait, and I only have one truck running. So look, it, 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 it was hard. It was really hard. I got to a point saying, you know what, I said. I said I can't do this anymore. I I I can't do this anymore. Like like I want to kill myself. That's it. <laughs> wow. I said you know like I can't do this anymore. And then I said I will call my dad. Say dad, you think I could just get like five hundred dollars from groceries? Like no, 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 no. Don't call my phone. Don't listen, listen, listen. You're being delusional. I got so depressed. I said you know what? I'm gonna kill myself. That's it. That's what I told myself. I'm gonna kill myself. I went and got a gun. Went and wrote up a whole letter. That was that was the hardest thing I've ever done. Crying the whole time while I did it. And I said to myself, I said, Drew, you can't go through this because you still got a driver that's out in Utah right now. 
at least wait for your driver to get back get back to Georgia, then then do what you gotta do. That's okay, fine, fine. That's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, you're right, Andrew. You know what? Let's uh let's wait before you off yourself. Wait, get your driver home. That's okay. That's what I'll do. That's how I rationalize it in my mind. I said, okay, I'll do that. And then I said, you know what? If by the time he gets by the time he gets back gets back home, and I still feel the way I do, I'm going through with it. I said, Lord, if nothing changes during this time, um, 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 it's, it's game over. That's it. I can't I, I can't keep bleeding my cousin. I don't own none. I don't own none of trucks anymore. I this rent coming up. I I can't. You know, I can't afford it. I can't afford no maintenance, any maintenance. The settlement, my drivers are making more than a truck. I have nowhere to, this, it's over for me. So I said, that, that was my plan. So then I lay down and then I go on YouTube and I come across a truck in the hustle interview. I said, damn. I'm watching an interview you did with, um, with Alex. I said, man, that's somebody who, 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 who sounds like a similar story to me. Like I'm not the only one. Okay. I said, well, that's that's cool. I went, followed up that interview, watched another interview, another interview you did. Okay. I said, you know what? I said, but I said, God, listen, what else do I? I said, yo, I'm bleeding my cousin. Um, I don't own. I don't. I don't really have. I don't own none of these trucks. My drivers. I'm like my drivers. The, the ones who are, the ones who are still staying with me is because like they believe in me. Cause they could get better money somewhere else. Said, listen, man. Just, just, um, just. Uh, I, I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I said, God, I can't keep doing this. So I got my driver back. I said, I'm I'm not doing it. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna keep I'm just gonna keep it going. My cousin, again my cousin. Cousin, I got another card for you. I said, cuz man, I'm 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 putting you deep in this hole. I don't know how I'm gonna he said, cuz, listen, this is for life. I got you. Whatever you need, mine is yours, let's do it. I believe in you. All right, man. All right, man. Fine. I went. It's okay. What am I going to do? Went. I said, well, I know what I got to do to get my authority. I know how much money I need and where, where the money got to go so I can get my authority. That's okay. Now, while I was booking loads through the DAP board, I was building up a customer base. And each broker I will work with, I will say to them, say, hey, listen, I've been doing these loads with you guys for a while now, and I want to get them on authority. Do you think you can give me work? They say, Andrew, we don't work with no authorities, but since you work so well with us, what we'll do is that we'll make a waiver for you so you can be set up with us. I said, okay, okay, cool. I just kept doing that. I had a good rapport with enough brokers so that brokers who don't give a new carrier work, but they they also don't make waivers for me because um, I showed that I'm reliable in trucking. If you're reliable, that's a huge form of currency. 
So he said, listen, Andrew, all right, when you get your authority, we'll give you work. We'll get you set up with us. It's okay, cool. So I just kept booking, kept booking, kept booking, kept booking with them, right? My cousin gave me his credit card. I said, cool. I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get my authority. I said, cool. Went, paid the money, got the authority. I said, well, um, what do I have to, uh, like, I need to study, like, I need like I need to have, a, like, my, my, my permit book. I didn't know how to do that. So I watched this guy on YouTube called David McGriff. Watch his, watch his YouTube on how to, you know, um, on what you need to have in your permit book and things you need to apply for and all that. So that's what I did. So I went to apply for my authority and all that. And all those customers and brokers I built relationship, built relationship with, I told them, hey, my authority is going to go live on, on this day. Um, when it goes live, you are going to keep your word. Say, Andrew, yes, we will. I said, okay, cool. Carrie, I was on it, didn't know I was, was going to be pulling out my trucks. Right. All right, so now my um, this? so now I said, okay, cool, I'm gonna do it. I said, well, I gotta find a factoring company because now I need to find you know, who, what company is gonna, you know, because I learned I learned all this, I learned all the back end stuff because the girl who I deal with that relationship with, she, she she literally she she gave me she showed me everything. Right. I said, ah, okay, okay. So I knew kind of everything I needed to do. Cool. That was the initial one from your dad, or the, when you said the no, girl? no, 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 the Philippines, the Philippines. Okay, got you. Got oh, you. Yeah, I'm talking about she, she long gone. Okay, okay, got yeah, you, got you. Yeah. I was making sure. Oh yeah, 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 gone. So I said, okay, cool. So now, um, she says, uh, so now I'm a, uh, now I apply for my authority and all that, right? So now when it goes active, right? Oh, I'm sorry. Prior to going active, I forgot to say, I knew I didn't have money for a trailer. I said, hold on, I don't have a trailer, right. so. Cause I can't. I said, "Yo, Drew, that that's different. I can't be taking that trailer and using another under my own authority." Is <laughs> I can, I'm not gonna do that now. Yeah. Like, what am I gonna do? But what happened was I developed a really, I developed a relationship with this with this broker who had dedicated power only loads every uh, six days a week, from Georgia to Charlotte, power only. And I was doing a lot of those loads while leased onto that carrier. So I said, "You know what? This is gonna be my bread and butter." So I would do loads for for a seven hundred from from Commerce, Georgia to Atlanta, Georgia, right? And I was allowed to keep the trailer up to three days for my own personal use. Mm. And they could they were able to handle six trucks a night. So I, but I didn't have that many trucks. I only had two running, right? So I said, okay. Um, oh, I forgot to say during this time. During during this whole time, um, one of the trucks I had, the engine blew up. The engine blew the engine blew up in it. One of the two, okay. No no no, yeah one of the one of the four. Remember, okay, so the other two, but you were only one of the two though. You said right? I only yeah I was only running two, so one engine blew up in one. Right, one engine blew up, it was gone. I okay. said I can't get it fixed. I went the one I, the one I had sitting I couldn't fix. I went and found somebody to do some, put some band-aids on it for me to get it running. So now, now, so now I was down to three trucks. Okay. But one sitting and now I'm back to running two. Okay. Okay, cool. So now, um, so now I'm running two trucks. So now fast forward, the broker who's had these power only loads, dedicated loads, and I can keep a trailer for three days. When I'm done delivering the load, I say, bet. So as soon as my 30 goes active, as soon as my 30 went active, all those brokers that gave me that word, my email, my emails were flooded with carrier packets. 
I mean, I was making money out the gate. Mm. Out the gate, I was, I was making money. I was making like $1,500 a day with two trucks because I was making 700 there and 900 back. Right. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And, and it was doing the same day. So I would deliver the same day to Charlotte on a, a buck 80 on the miles. Deliver straight through, pick up, pick up in, um, pick up, um, like, pick up somewhere nearby, shoot it right back to Georgia. So my truck, my truck will pick up, my truck will pick up at uh, 6 a.m., delivered by 10 a.m., get unloaded, pick up at 11.30 a.m., small 20 mile dead head, shoot right back to Georgia, deliver the next day. So I'm making $1,500 a day per truck each day. Right. That was night and day for me, night and day. Cause now I'm not waiting a week to get paid. I'm getting cashed out every day now. So I'm getting it. Oh, <laughs> now I'm getting it right. Two weeks into my thought. Now I have, now, you know, I have insurance. I just paid, I just paid um, the down payment for insurance, $4,000. Cause each truck was, each truck was 2000 a month. We got to pay 2000 up, up front. Um, you get, you got to pay two months up front per truck. I paid $4,000. So before my authority, before I did my first load, I only had like a thousand dollars left to my name, but I had my cousin's credit cards to hold me down for any breakdowns. So I was set. Right. So now, but after, after two, three days, I was getting money and my driver don't get paid till next week. So I was, I was, I was, I was getting it now or, or what I thought I was, <laughs> you know, right, for sure. So now I'm going in two weeks. And I get a phone call, Andrew. I said, "What's up? What's going on?" <sighs> Andrew, the truck's on fire. I said, "Huh? <laughs> so what you mean, my truck's on?" I said, "What you mean, the truck's on fire?" I said, "The truck's on fire." I said, "What you mean, truck on fire?" He said, yeah, uh, "I hit a guardrail and I, it's on fire." And I said, "Oh my god!" I said, "Oh Lord, damn! What am I going to do now?" Thank God. Prior to that. I paid off one of the title loans. So I own back one truck, right? Okay. The truck that caught So you've been consistently paying these loans still. You never stopped that 150, Correct. whatever. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Right. They eventually settled with me. So after that, the truck on fire. So I got, I got the check for the truck, 18,000. I said, okay, cool. I can just get another truck, right? So now I'm looking to see another truck I can buy. But then I get a letter in the mail from F from FMS CSA. They say, um, no notice for cancellation. I said, What you mean? I just pay my insurance. Um, I call into the insurer. I said, What's going on? Yeah, no, we're terming your policy, like, because you had a over a hundred thousand dollar claim. I mean, we we can't we can't we can't, we, 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 you're more from your, your liability now. Right. Because here it is. If insurance, let's say insurance charges you 2000, 2000 a month, right? In 12 months, that's $84,000. That means that they made $84,000 off you contingent. You haven't had any claims, right? Now, let's say you do have a claim within the, within those 12 months for a trailer got messed up or whatever, and the broker made a claim against you, $10,000. $10,000 claim or something, right? Right. So that means the insurance company made, was 10 off of 84, $74,000 off of you. They still- Hold on, you said, 84, hold on, you said if it's 2000 a month? 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If it's two thousand a month, let's let's say it turns to two thousand a month. Uh-huh. Twelve months, twenty four thousand. Twenty four thousand. Twenty four. Okay, yeah, my yeah, bad. Yeah, my I'm bad. I'm sitting doing the math. Like <laughs> I don't know if that equals eighty four. My bad. I feel you. I was thinking. I was thinking. Um. Uh. 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 uh, uh so, well, seven times twelve is eighty-four, right? Seven times twelve is yeah, eighty-four. So I, yeah, yeah, so I was thinking. Yeah, so let's say yeah, seven thousand a month. But yeah, again, twenty-four thousand. Twenty-four thousand. Right, cool, back, cool. back, back to two. Yeah. So let's say insurance twenty-four thousand dollars a month, right? But you got a claim for like a trailer issue, whatever, and the claim comes out to four thousand dollars. Well, okay, they still made sixteen thousand dollars off of you, okay? So they're still in profit. But if you have insurance. For you know, let's see now. Let's see, insurance is four thousand a month, which mine was, and I had insurance for a month, which is four thousand dollars, right? But the claim was a hundred, and like it's like a hundred twenty grand. They are so in the negative, right? They underwater right now. They way underwater, and not just that, and not and, and not like I have six trucks on the policy that they can make the hundred grand back in six months, right? So they're like they just they they, they cut me off right there and then, but they gave me. Like uh, like fifteen days, um, before my policy canceled. So during those fifteen days, I had to find another insu- uh, find another insurance, and that was a whole hassle within itself. But eventually, but nevertheless, I made it happen. Who who finally t- took you on? What insurance company? Um, it's called uh, it was called Amgard. 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 Okay. Because my thing was, it's important to see. Here here it is in trucking. Yes, you need to have seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. Minimum liability, right? Now, if you have some fifty grand liability, you can't work with the top notch brokers because most of them require a million. Right. But having the million requires a higher premium. So I had to find um, find a find an insurance company that also was a grade A, because now you can have a million dollar policy, but you can have a, a grade C level insurance company. Insurance company Broker's not gonna work with you So you Everything has to balance So you can right. have You can have a million A million liability But you can have But you can be working with A mom and pop insurance company That these brokers aren't gonna Work with you Right Or you can have A grade A insurance company But have seven hundred fifty thousand liability And can't get the best loads coverage Right So now you gotta So now So you gotta have a You gotta find a grade A Insurance company And find And also have have at least a million liabilities to put you in the best position to maximize your profit potential. So that's what I had to do. So I got a great insurance, put a million liability, find another policy, put another down payment. Luckily, I had the money from the eighteen grand. Used it, used that money, used some of the money to put towards my down payment for to 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 reinstate, to reinstate another policy. So when the other policy canceled, I was already I was already um uh in effect with another policy. So there was no lapse in my coverage, mm. but now I'm down to one truck. So now I got to figure out. Okay, I got one truck, one driver. I need to um, I need I need to make some some more money. Right. Cause now I don't have enough money left to buy another truck. So I'm like, okay, what are you gonna do? Like now, now I'm now I'm surviving off of one truck, but I'm getting money every day from my factoring company and. To all to those who to those who may not be aware, a factoring company is, a, is 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 very important. And trucking and cash flow is important. You got to have cash on hand. You got to, because if you don't have cash on hand, you leave yourself no margin of error for breakdowns or just miscellaneous stuff. Okay. It's important to find a factoring company that has a long-standing history. 
okay, of 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 of, of being of being established. Another thing is a point of finding a good factoring company that, that don't cap you. Because there's some factoring companies that will cap you per broker. They'll cap you at $10,000 per broker. They'll only factor up to $10,000 per broker until they receive payment from that broker and then your, then your credit line is, 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 uh, is, is re, re, like, re, uh, re, reestablished. So let's say you have a broker who has a $10,000 limit that your, factoring, that, your fact, that your factoring company will factor and you do two, three loads with them for, for three thousand a pop. Right, that's nine thousand. Now, yeah, now you got one thousand dollars left. Yeah. Until they pay down that invoice, right. but broker don't pay for thirty days. Right. So that's one thing I looked for in finding finding a factoring company, a factoring company that won't max me out, um, that won't that won't that won't cap me per broker. So I found a factoring company that had a long standing that that that's been established since nineteen ninety five, and they don't cap me. They'll factor me up. They'll, as long as I book loads with brokers who are credible, have good, have, have good um, payday history, I can run it up with them. Right. So that was very crucial. That's something, and, 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 and that, that was something I looked into before I got, I got started. Because some people just go to any, any, and every factoring, any, any, any and every factoring, factoring company. But it's very important to find out because that factoring company, now you gave them power of attorney to collect all your receivables, okay? So if you're in a situation where um, you want to you want to transition you want to transition to another factoring company, you can't transition until they collect all those receivables. So so it's very important to find a factoring company that's trustworthy, because the minute you make the minute you make another uh, factoring company um, power of attorney over your receivables, all is gonna is gonna in the, in the, in the trucking sphere is gonna is gonna be seen. Yeah. So if you try to notice of assignment, correct. Yep. So if you try to go to if you try to if you try to go to another another factory company, they they can see that you that, that you're already assigned to another one, and they'll verify if your receivables are, are at zero. Right. Before they factor you. Right. So it's very important to find a trustworthy factory company. Also, another thing that's important is a non-recourse or recourse. Um. I don't want to tell you. Uh, sometimes I get it switched up. Non recourses, they, they um, non recourses, they will. Man, I get it switched up all the time. The non recourses, they won't come after you. Um, if 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 the other if the car if the broker doesn't pay. Correct, correct. And the recourses, they will come after. They will you come after you. Pay. Correct. Right. So, so but non recourses, a non recourse charge you a higher. Right. Charge you a higher um, up front because they're trying to cover that. The money that they're potentially like an insurance policy. Correct, and a recourse is where your 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 it's your, lower. It's lower, but you will um, but you know you'll save money as opposed to non recourse. Right. So what I did was I went to, I went I went with a recourse. I said you know what no problem because now it more so it's more so imperative for me to work with credible brokers. Correct. So no problem. Correct. Because you don't have you're not going to have the problem of nobody not paying you because you're working with good brokers. Correct. Right. So that's what I did. So, um, so I found a good factoring company that's been established for since, since 1995, um, and they um, and I've I've done I've done a couple of millions with them. Okay, and it's, it's been good. Um, but there's a uh, there's there's something I did learn the hard way. So, and I'm gonna I'm gonna address that, but I'm gonna explain I'm gonna explain to you the rest. So when I address that, it's gonna connect. Now, when I was letting, now I was in a, now I was in a situation where situation where I had to figure out how I'm gonna get more money. 
Cause now I only have one truck running, and you know what I'm gonna do. I get a call from my mechanic. He said, "Hey Andrew, I said, what's up?" He said, "Yo, these people want to lease on to you." I said, "Want to lease on to me? Uh, I mean, I'm not really, I don't really advertise that." He said, "Well, I told him that I told him that you're trustworthy, and you know, I've been work, I've been doing work for you, and you know, you 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 got something good going on." I said, "Okay, well, what's their number?" So they said, "Hey, we want to get into trucking and all this stuff." I said, "Okay, well, I can get you set up, and I'll and I'll, I can find you a driver and all that, but uh, how much how much got to pay you?" Uh, five thousand. Okay, fine. <laughs> I was shocked because till that up until then I haven't even done a load for five thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, "Yo, you want to pay me five grand, right? Just to just to get you on board and run under me? Okay, no problem." So you just threw the number out there just to just see what they would say, and they, they was like, "Cool, cool." <laughs> because well, here was the number. The number was based on because the insurance was like two thousand dollars. That that for, for me to get them on my policy, and then <laughs> right. that was two thousand. And then um, the registration was like another fifteen hundred dollars, right? And then the um, and then uh, the ELD and all that stuff miscellaneous came out to like forty, like forty seven hundred dollars. Gotcha. So I just told them five thousand right, to help me there. cover those costs. Yeah, I wasn't even really thinking of monetizing. Monetizing. Of got you. Got you. Because got you. I because I didn't get into trucking to let people lease on to me. Right. So I didn't even know the number. You, know, you didn't really even understand that concept. Correct. Really. Well, you you understood it, but you never thought about it for yourself because you did it. Correct. You just never thought you probably didn't think you were big enough to do it. Correct. Right. I only got one truck. Yeah, like, yeah, you know? Yeah. So I told him five thousand just to cover the expenses to get the truck on boarded, which was yeah, it was around five thousand. But a light bulb went off for me. I said, Man, I just made three hundred dollars. But I said, Hold on. They they were so eager to pay that five thousand dollars, right? I said, Okay, well, I guess I'll just do this and you know. I said, but hold on, Drew. Chill, chill, chill. Relax. Think, think, think. Maybe this can be an avenue for you to, you know. I said, well, okay, yeah. But I said, but listen, I want to make sure I do this the right way. Because I'm not about trying to just collect the positives and then tell people to figure it out. Because now you're running, you're running under my authority. So it's even more pressure on me right. to execute right it's not like and i'm more liability more liability yeah. you know and 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 one and one thing with me i face pressure i'm not gonna shy away from it so i said okay i'm it, it, it this is forcing me to stand on when i'm preaching so that's okay no problem i'm gonna the next person that was sleeps on to me i'm gonna up the price so that's what i did so i got another call so they were like, um, hey, can we lose on you? We heard, again, another word of mouth. I said, okay, um, $8,000. Okay, cool. I said, man, what is going on? <laughs> how do people just so, so you know? Eager to, yeah. But I didn't realize how much stuff I really learned throughout my journey. I didn't realize it was helpful that I didn't have the money to really get started and do what I needed to do because not having money put me in a position to be Resourceful Resourceful So And also put me in a position To understand mechanical knowledge In terms of For example If an air dryer Goes out on a truck There's a way to bypass it So that you So that you can get To a truck stop Or get to your yard So that you don't gotta get towed Or get roadside And be stuck on the side of the road And get charged $2,000 for an air dryer Cause the part's 600 And then Well depending on the truck But a friend line Around $600 then the roadside gonna hit you for like another 
a thousand dollars now now you're at sixteen hundred dollars then they're gonna bill you per mile they gotta go and get the part if if you don't want to get it towed right but if you have some type of um experience like i have you'll learn like oh just bypass it the truck can make it back because sometimes these these these, these roadside people or techs they'll assume you don't understand the mechanical knowledge and but hey your, your air dryer is uh fit, is, is broken and it's gonna cost this much to fix it i remember one time this, this mechanic he didn't know who he was talking to on, on the other line and my truck was out of state so i couldn't get it back so he said hey your air dryer is fixed i said well just bypass it he said oh, it, it can't be bypassed i said yes it can i said i've seen that before take that line disconnect that hook it to that and da 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 oh well you know you you might run risk i i'm aware of that it's my truck do that he did it i paid him a little money my truck made it back but with just little instances like that that i gained so much knowledge that was that i that i didn't realize that i can monetize off of and also save people some money mm. so my thing was when someone leads on to me i was i wanted to make sure that they were making money because i know how it feels to not make money and be and, and, and be and be a duck in waters so i said okay no problem i'm gonna get you a truck i'm gonna dispatch it for you i'm gonna all you need to do just be on top of your breakdowns you know something happens you know so on and so forth so now lease on now, now another person lease on to me pay me eight thousand so now after getting a set up I, I made a profit like fifteen hundred dollars i said okay this is cool but then i'm realizing yo this is i'm doing a lot of work now <laughs> i'm doing a lot of work yeah but i said you know what and now i'm making now i'm making money and now i'm making and now i'm making the consultation money and also I'm making money because i'm charging them like 20 percent. all right um per load so now i'm making some money so 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 even though i'm running one truck i'm being resourceful because now i'm making money off the consultation upfront cost i'm making money off of off the percent per load and i'm doing all the dispatching right so 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 you know running one truck I was, I was still getting money as i thought i was <laughs> so now i'm doing that and now people just i'm getting calls kill this on kill this on kill this on kill this on you right because now people find out what i'm doing and the people that find out what i'm doing now are like you no know, people who are close to me you know friends i went to middle school with people that are um people people that um are fr friends of the family so are they buying trucks to lease on to you or do they already have trucks or a situation or are they just getting to the business they because they're me, into it hey, andrew we know you have a trucking company we want to get in the business they just want to jump show in. us show what we need to do right gotcha okay. okay i said okay well this is the type of truck you need to get let me call around let me see who, let me see who got it and meet me and make sure you have your money right so each person that leased on to me i i i, I would show them each truck to buy i will go with them with my tech inspect it all of that got you so now so now they will pay me now when they were paying me i would bring my own tech i will find you a truck bring my own tech bring my own bring my own diagnostic computer diagnosis it was going on if, if there's any pre-existing pre conditions to if there's something pre-existing pre we can use it to negotiate the price i would get the truck back to my yard i would hire them a driver i would hire drivers i would use indeed that's how that's how we get drivers indeed was very helpful okay indeed is why indeed was extremely helpful that's how we get drivers usually drivers have cousins or uncles or 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 or, or, or brothers who are driving that's the other way i would get drivers hey, you gotta, 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 exactly word yep. of mouth so i would get some drivers 
I would get them set up and I would dispatch their truck. So I was doing a lot of work. And I still had my own truck I was dispatching and my yeah. own driver was paying. Yeah. So that's what I would do, right? But I realized, listen, this is not worth no $5,000 because now I'm up every night. The, the drivers are calling me, not calling them. Um, I'm doing everything. I said, man, I'm going to start charging more money. So then some more people on lease onto me. Then I started charging 50000 60000 40000 People were paying that money. I said, man, I didn't know people really getting money like that. <laughs> so during consultation, I made, I made well over 100, 100, 100 grand within three to four months. Wow. I went from one truck, I went from one truck in the fleet to like 10 trucks fast because word of mouth and, and, and also people knew me, but there was a people, these people knew me before trucking. It was the most of them that knew me before trucking. So they know I wasn't on trying to just rob you. I was legitimately, I, I was hustling and bustling. You're giving them a, bi a business in a box, basically. Correct, yeah. correct. Again, you remember how I told you about when I had my secret business? I want to be concierge. I want to deliver your sneakers, make sure you know you, 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 it was intimate. Right. I applied the same type of way of thinking as a young man. I wanted to be intimate, yo. This is what it is. I'm going to show you what it is. This is how much it costs. This is what you got to do. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Here's your driver. Here's what's going on. So you know what's going on. If you want to, hey, my, my, phone is, my phone is 24 hours. You know how you're getting in contact with me. Intimate. Right. And that's what I did. And I, yes, I made a lot of money, but I had a lot of restless, or a lot of restless nights. So now it got to a point where you keep calling people when the truck is, when the, when the truck, when the truck, you know, having issue here, having issue there. Like, man, like, yo, man, listen, this, this is, I'm not trying to keep having a, and then fuel, you know, that when, when you don't have any type of knowing of trucking, those type of costs will like catch you off guard. Right. Like, yeah, it, it might look, cool to say hey i you know i own this big equipment but no this big equipment come with some serious numbers Facts. keep it running so then the people who released on to me they were like yo because they already had other jobs like other they were already established in other fields it right. wasn't it this wasn't is a, people this is a side side hustle correct, for them correct except for one person i'm gonna get to that one person that leased on to me so the people that had leased on to me they were like listen drew You've been good to us. I have nothing bad to say. This is doesn't mix well with me because this is this is expensive. And then I, I can get you a driver, but I cannot control if that driver stays or leaves. All right. right. If the driver wants to leave, insurance is still due. Like I told you earlier in the interview, when I will lose a driver and I will all those ongoing calls and I will not, and then by the time I show me money. The profit was gone because the incurring cause that I accumulated when my truck sat. Fast forward, all right, yeah, your driver might, I get you a driver and he leaves, he leaves, but your truck is on my insurance policy. It's gotta be paid by any means necessary. It's gotta be paid, because if you don't pay it, somebody gotta pay it, because if that insurance bill is not paid, you ain't got no company. Because guess what, when your insurance goes, goes inactive, in the truck, in trucking, is everyone's gonna know, all the brokers gonna, it, it's, it's, it becomes widespread. You can't book no lows. It's over with. Your your, your right. DOT number is inactive, right? Because you, you haven't paid insurance. So now it's a big liability I'm taking. I'm letting these people lease on to me, putting all the trucks on the policy. They could be like, "Yo, Drew, I'm not paying it," and now I got a big bill that's got to be paid. Yeah. 
for sure. And if it's not paid, I'm out. I'm out. So that's a big liability. So it was even more imperative that I do everything I can to make this work. Okay, it's not just a money grab. Because if it was a money grab, I want to put myself in that position to, right, to, you know, to take on all that responsibility. Correct, and lose my company. Yeah, you know. But nevertheless, um, the people who, again. That's why I helped because the people who leased on to me, leased on to me, were people who I knew, you know, except for like one or two. But the one or two were co-signed by somebody that you know I deem I, I deem their word official, and they paid their bills, you know. So, but it got to a point where they said, "Listen, man, these drivers are giving me a headache. I can't keep." And I sit and I still got pay insurance when when the driver quits and my trucks are making money because I, I now because now cause my, my 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 deal was I find you your first driver I will not find you your second driver or your third or your fourth you might have to go through that right. I can't do that I find you your first one but not your second one and some people didn't have the um, persistence or the just the drive because they're already getting money somewhere else listen Drew listen man how much you need for this truck man <laughs> I said all right um. Um, oh, uh, 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 how much you'll pay me? I was right here. Here's what I pay you. All right, cool, take it. And that's how I started accumulating my trucks, like fast. So I was getting, so the money, I, the money, I, the money I was getting with consultation, I was able to buy trucks. But I got an influx of trucks when people just start saying, Drew, this is too much. I can't deal with the driver. Drew, the driver, the driver, the driver. Right. All right, cool. Right. Right. One person stayed and he went through the fire. And he was the most unlikeliest person to make it through because I charged him a lot of money up front. I said, listen, because at that time, by the time, by, by the time he came on, I was already, I was, I was already, you know, I was already really getting it. You feel me? So I wasn't really trying to let anyone else who's on to me. It didn't, I, it didn't matter if you had him or not to you. Correct. So you just do like a correct. 60, 70. <laughs> you try to basically scare him away. Exactly, I did. I, yo, I, I respectfully, <laughs> and yo, he was like, "Fine." I said, "Man, golly, man, please." Oh, oh, all right, man. I said, "All right," but he was referred by by, by another friend of mine. So I was like, "All right, man, fine, fine," because I, I, I was already because by that time I was already like I was already buying people out. Because I said, "Listen, I'm done letting people lease on to me because when you let people lease on to me, lease on to you." You are. You have to understand. Now the truck is on the road. Any violation that they get, that's that goes on your DOT number. Right. That goes on your MC number. And I was naive to that. So yeah, you're making money, but it's a lot of liability. Like it's a lot of liability. But back to um, the guy. He I, he leased on to me, and the first two weeks, the first two weeks after he paid me all that money, just to start up, I got him a driver and all that. Right. His engine blew up in his truck. He said, but you see, he bought these trucks. He, he bought his trucks before he met me. Mm. His engine blew up. Guess what? Insurance is still due. Insurance is still due. Oh, he was going through it. He was going through it. And his driver quit on him. And my rule is, I'll get you one driver, but I'm not getting you another one. Right. You don't have to. He stuck it through. He stuck it through. He stuck it through. And now he has my life. Five, six trucks on the fleet. Still with you. Still with me. Still with me. Wow. Everybody else I bought out, accumulated, accumulated, accumulated their trucks. So right now we have around like 18 trucks. Okay. Three need repair. The other one needs repair. That one needs to be repaired. But I mean, like we, like we've been going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, so yeah, so 
he so he leased all on me, and then um we've been going ever since. Now, I was not privy to how important it is to protect that DOT number. When you let people lease on to you, again, you accumulate the violations that they get, right? So when the, yeah, I bought all these people out, but now I dealt with a lot of headaches that that was unbeknownst to me. Violations they accumulated, I didn't know from their drivers. Right. You know, a a, a situation where another thing, a factor company is very important. So a lot of people that lease on to me, I had, I had, um, I had a lady um, handling all the paperwork for me, right? And she was also helping me with dispatch, right? Guess who that lady was? Was it the same uh, lady from back in the day? The lady in the Philippines. Philippines? She left the COVID hit. Okay. The boss laid off all the women. Oh, wow. I get the call one day on WhatsApp. Andrew, you think, <laughs> do, you have a, do you have a trucking company? I'm like, how's everything going? I said, I have a trucking company. She said, uh, do you think you can, and you know, you know, my, my, the owner laid us off and me and my family were living in this, we're living in this, um, some type of, um, distressed area. Yeah. I said, okay. I said, well, funny you hear me. I do have a truck company right now. And, and, and you know, I, I'm, I, we've been running. I said, um, I'll give you a job. So what I did was I bought her an apartment. I bought her a laptop. Um, I wired all her money, all the money, and sent the, I wired all the money she needed to the Philippines. I said, just send me everything so I could, you know, I, 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 I signed her lease for her apartment and all that. Got her a place and all that. And she started managing the company for me. Dispatching, mm. dispatching, dispatching those on the operators and all that stuff. So it was a big help. Right. So that same lady came, it came all back came around. Came full circle. Crazy. Correct. Correct. Crazy. So now these people, um, I done bought, you know, most of their trucks, right? I bought them a lot of stuff for the guy who's still with me, right? Now I have all these trucks. And I'm like, okay. Um, okay, now when you start to have a lot of trucks, you don't want to be dispatching all day. Like you don't. And it got to a point where she was dispatching, but she wasn't keeping up with the paperwork or she would submit wrong paperwork. And, and this, again, this was unbeknownst to me because now I accumulate the warehouse during this time that I'm trying to build up. So I'm investing a lot of money to building up this warehouse. Right, and I have, now I have a warehouse. I have a yard at this point. I have a fleet of trucks. Now, I'm, but now my warehouse bill, I'm paying ten thousand a month. Right, I made ten thousand a month in my warehouse bill. My insurance is expensive, right? But things are paying for itself because my trucks are running. So I'm not focused on the paperwork, and I'm, she's she, she's handling all of that. And like I said, I was looking for a factor, I was looking for a factoring company that didn't cap my brokers. It could be a blessing and a curse if you don't know what you're doing. Or you don't have the right people in place handling, handling certain departments. She said, Andrew, we got a problem. What do you mean we got a problem? Oh, I think I made a mistake. That's what you mean you made a mistake. Before she could get her words out, I get a call from my factory company. Andrew, uh, we, gotta, we, might, we might have to stop factoring you. I said, huh? Wait, whoa, whoa. What, you, what you mean? Mind you, I'm dumping a lot of money into into, into my shop. Right. I got, a, I got a shop I'm trying to build up. The shop has no bathrooms, no infrastructure. I'm trying to build it up. So I'm, I'm dumping a lot of money into it. So I'm not, even, I'm not even splurging on stuff. Like I told you, in trading, I didn't realize I made 100 grand. 
until after the fact. That you know, while I went through my deposit, I said, man, I, that's how much I accumulated. I didn't realize how much money I accumulated. I was so much in the motion and spending money here and going here. How much money I really accumulated in trucking? When I looked down, it was like over, you know, over $3 million. I said, dang, how the heck did that? Like, what? That's a lot. Thank you, Lord. But more money comes more problems. She said, um, Andrew, we got a problem. I said, what's going on? She said, uh, um, before she could get her words out, the factoring company called me. I said, all right, what's going on? She said, Andrew, we're going to have to stop factoring. Stop. We might have to stop factoring you. I said, I don't know what you mean by that. Because now, at this point, my receivables were high. Our receivables like around like half a million dollars at the time. And I had around, I, my receivables was like a half a million, but my, but I had around $300,000 in receipts. So like I had like another, I had like another $200,000 another $200, in pending receipts that needed to be right. acquired, right? So um, she was like, this broker that you've been working with, it was a, it, this broker that you've been working with, um, they, um, uh, the paperwork wasn't processed, and we're gonna have to charge back all this money. That's mm. okay. All right. Well, how much money are you talking about? I'm talking about eighty thousand dollars. Oh wow! I said, hold on, hold on, hold on. Ooh, that's that's a lot of money. And she was like, yeah, and we might have to stop factoring you. I said, hold on, hold on, hold on. Pause right there. Pause. That means, and this is why I want people to understand, if your factoring company, factoring company tells you they, have to, they, have, they might have to stop factoring you, right? Now, they need to collect the 80 grand, okay? I still had another $200,000 in pending receipts, yeah. right? I can't just up and go to the factoring company, cause now, cause this company, this factoring company is attached to my receivables, right? This has to be paid. Right. But, how can these be paid if I can't run? Right. If you don't want to factory me no more. <laughs> right. It's a tough situation to be in. And again, I'm, I'm coughing up a lot of the money. I'm spending around almost 50 grand a month on expenses. At least 50 grand a month on expenses. So I'm like, shit, man. Like, oh, Lord. Um, how can, what do, what do I got to do? Right. Because now, um, now I'm back. Now, you, now, I'm, now I'm going back to that mentality. Okay. The situation with the with, with the lender about repoing my trust. Now I got to go to court. Now, now, now I'm gonna have to be strategic in my thinking now, and find some type of loophole. I said, "Listen." Um, she said, "Can you recover? Try to recover the paperwork." But all the people that lease all of me, those drivers don't quit on them. Right, paperwork gone. They were gone. I yeah. couldn't go recover it. It was gone. I said, listen. So what happened? Did, she, did they contact uh, the woman who worked for you first? Because what, what, she was about to tell you, right? Yes. So yes. somebody contacted her? Yes. Okay. And yes. before she could tell you, the factor and company Correct. told you. Okay. Correct. I said, we got a problem. Yeah. I said, listen, here's what I can do. Because you, got, you still got to get your money. Me not running is still going to hurt you. Because guess what? You're a factory company, right? But there's a bank that's that attached to you. That's attached to you. Mm -hmm. If that bank don't get the money, then it puts y'all in a situation. So what good is it that you not allow me to run? Right. I mean, like I told, like I told Linda, you're gonna get your money, 
I'll make sure you get your money, but be patient with me. I said, listen, I'll give you 4000 a week. I'll pay you 4000 a week, every single week, until this bill is paid. When I said that to her, I didn't know how the heck I was going to do it. <laughs> I know how I was going to do it, man. But I know I was going to do it. Right. I'm going to give you 4000 a week. I said, I didn't even accumulate due to numbers. I said, that's 16000 a month. I got this warehouse at 10000 a month. I got this insurance I'm paying for. I got payroll. I got techs I got to pay. Because now... Yeah, I have my own shop and, you know, and all this stuff, which is, you know, it's nice, but it's, 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 it's expensive, right. you know? Yeah, I don't got to go to to other shops and frontliners, but it's still expensive to keep this maintained. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I got it done. They got all their money back. They got all their money back, and that was a blessing in disguise because it showed them that, Cause you 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 have you, you have some companies. This is what they'll do. You have some truck companies. Like I told you, when you, when you off camera, yeah, I got trucks. You you saw my paperwork. People say they got trucks, but you know they don't. The bank got trucks. Okay, they don't. You don't really got trucks. So, what people really do in that situation when you tell them that they they, they got a charge back of fifty, sixty, eighty grand. This is what they do. They'll cancel the whole trucking company. No problem. And just get another MC number and start brand new and leave that factory company. Because once, once, you, once you start another MC number, that, that factory company can't come after you. You have a whole new MC number, whole new trucking name. You just leave them in the dust. And, you know, no, no, no. I'm not going to do that. But that's what people in this game, it's, it's, it's nasty. This game it's a can dirty be game. dirty game. Yeah. But that's, but that's what it is. That's what people do. And a lot of people say they're doing things in trucking that they're really not doing. And, you know, it's a nasty game. But I said, listen, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to make sure y'all sure, sure get paid, but you're going to have to work with me. Because if you don't want to work with me, then I don't want to have to try to exercise other circumstances. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, right, right. Just right, work. Right. <laughs> don't force. Don't force my hand. Don't force my hand. Yeah. Just because, cause this hand, you know, a lot of people depend on this operation. This hand isn't just me. Like there's a there's a higher power that puts his hand in position to do what I need to do. So, don't please don't force it. I don't want to do that because I know how I know what people do. But if I, I got to feed these drivers, the drivers got to eat, you know. So like, what we got to do? So, right. but yeah, I told him son, four thousand a week, and I and didn't know how to buy. I did it. So, I was running the heck out of those trucks. I was running, 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 running. While I was running these trucks, I developed a relationship with brokers. Okay, with some more brokers that had dedicated accounts. All right. And these dedicated accounts were local. I said, okay, because I, I got to the point where I said, you know what? How can I pay? How can I have drivers make over their own money locally? How can I do that? Mm -hmm. I said, okay, um, I want to uh, 
if I could find something that the truck can make a certain amount, a certain amount of day, I'll be straight. And the trucks can be at the shop every day. The, tr- the trucks can have routine maintenance. Because I like to see my trucks. I like to see them. Some people don't, don't really care. Not, I like to see my trucks. Because I know how much, how, how much I, I know the pain that, that was put in to get them. All right? I know the, 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 the avenues I had to go through to get them. So a lot of these people I bought out. I didn't have the money to buy them out. Some of them I do payment plans with them. You know, there were some people where, you know, they say, yo, Drew, listen, man, just, you can have the truck, just uh, give me like 5000 and give me the rest when you get right, you know? Again, relationships. Like I tell people, I didn't get anything started because I had money. I didn't get all these trucks that had money. My word is my currency. So once I was having, once I had these trucks and all that, a lot of the drivers, now remember, my, I was running a two-truck operation for a long time, but I didn't run the two, a two-truck operation with the two same drivers. Right. A lot of drivers I, I couldn't in keep and out, right. in and out. In and out. Yep. So a lot of those drivers all came right back when they knew I had capacity for them. Mm. And now I, I can afford to keep them. And they haven't left. They, they've been here. So but I said, I don't want to figure out something so that these drivers can be home more. I'm tired of my truck going. I don't want my truck going state to state, state to state no more. I just, I just don't want it no more. I want my truck to be here. What I got to do? And I'm going to tell you what the game changer was. Game changer was, I was making money, cool. But I said, I'm making money, but I'm tired, man. I'm, I'm doing a lot of work. I'm tired of dispatching these trucks. Because now, the Philippine lady, when that situation happened, she was gone. I'm sorry. I said, no, you, I can't. No, no, no. This is just. Yeah, that's too big of a mistake. That's too big of a mistake. Yeah. Because when I was, you know, being hands on everything, I wasn't having those type of mistakes. Right. And what was it? That she just didn't process the paperwork correctly? What was the exact didn't process or, 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 or putting the wrong, putting the wrong paperwork with the wrong rate cons. Okay. Okay. So they're seeing and they're like, this, this don't make no sense, so we can't pay this. The customer, yeah. And then you can't go back and recover those Correct. because it's gone, the actual original documents. Correct. Okay. And the factory company already done cashed me out, the money. Facts, it's, it's already in your pocket. It's already in my pocket. Yeah. It's spent, you know? So now I'm like, okay. But after I get through that, I am trying to figure out, oh, trying to figure out a local, a local, find out, can I get my truck local? Right. But to pay that bill on top of still accum- still maintain everything, again, I'm still building my shop. Right. I'm still building my shop. I'm still taking care of my mom. You know, I I have a household I got to hold down. I got, oh, oh, also, by that time, my cousin made all his money back on those credit cards. I forgot to that. <laughs> <laughs> he good. He good. Cousin, my cousin got cousin a check. Was good. All right. All right. My cousin got a check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So, you With know. With interest? I, no, 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 man. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so he got his money back. So now, you know, but 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 now, now, I'm, now I'm back, you know, trying to, you know, pay all these bills and all this stuff, trying to maintain everything. So now... I'm trying to find like a local operation now. So I found this broker that had a contract with this um with this mega uh this mega mega produce company. Okay. 
So I said, okay. And it was good money. It was great money. I said, man, I don't even need my own trailer. Mm. Okay, cool. And it was every single day, right? Every single day, seven days a week. Where'd you find them? That board. On the that board, okay. Yep. So I was, um, I, was, I, I was working with this broker running this account, right? And the customer was located in the same state I live in. So every now and then I will go to the customer because um, sometimes um, my trucks need had an issue and I will go there and try to you know hurry up and get it fixed. Or sometimes they would take a man along to load my drivers, and I said, "Listen, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna find out who the warehouse who the warehouse manager is and talk to him in person. Listen, I'm, I know the broken my son other, other trucks, but listen, I need um, um, when it comes to my trucks, my drivers got to got to go. Right. So I start developing relationships with people in the warehouse, right? And since I have so many trucks, cause now this time I'm moving a lot of trucks. Now I have a lot more trucks. I can, you know, I'm doing five, seven, eight trucks a day with this customer and this broker. So now, um, the um, the 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 customer is starting to recognize who my who my who my who my drivers are. They say, okay. So now we're doing regular loads, and now my drivers again loaded and all that. So. I get a call from the customer. I say you should, call, you should be calling the broker. He calling me for it. Like, hey Andrew, we want to um give you. We want to um, let's talk. That's okay. All right. So they asked me to come in and come to find out my driver, um, damaged one of their trailers. So they were like, you know, we need backing to, up or something. Yeah, we need to make we, we need to make it. We need to make a claim, and we. And we know that you're the owner of these trucks, so we'd rather just call you instead of calling the broker, right? I said, okay, well, um, um, how much is it? 18 grand. I said, Jesus, Lord, I don't like paying this money. Like, $18,000? <laughs> I said, man. I said, all right, man. So the manager in the warehouse, he gave me his cell phone number, right? I said, okay. I said, listen, man. Um, I said, listen, I, wanna, um, I want to continue, you know, doing loads with y'all and you know you know but you know is there any way you know we i can work with you direct so listen i don't, I don't know about that but you got to pay this 18 grand <laughs> what do you do would he drop the trailer or something like that he um no i don't even know what happened that's a lot he bro. went back yeah he when he went back the whole front end of the trailer was like caved in oh wow like did you hear anything I'm like no so so he hit something you said I don't know what something something some, crazy happened. So, so that's like some structural damage. Like the whole correct. trailer some, had to be totaled out because that's some, the whole trailer. Something something collided. Yeah. Okay. So, but that was a blessing in disguise because I met the head manager and I got his phone. I got his cell phone number mm. for eight months. Every single month, I would send him a message. Hey, just letting you know if you ever want to work with me direct, I'll you know I'm, I can I can you know I can you know. I can um fulfill the demand. Hey, never take me, never take me, never take me, never, never, never take me, never take me back. I'm gonna show you the text messages also. Never text me back. So one day, out of nowhere, I get a missed call from the customer. So why are they calling me for? I get a voicemail from the manager. Say, hey, I've been seeing your text messages. Give me a call. I said, okay. He said, uh, you wanna um. You want to work with us? I said yes. He said these are the payment arrangements. This is how much we paid. Da, 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 da. We negotiated. After we made that deal, 
we went to the next level. It was game over. Mm. It was game over. And my drivers make over over the road money locally. My thing was, I don't want no driver to have to tell their kids I couldn't be there for you because I was on the road. I couldn't be there for you because I was running running state to state. That was important to me. Mm. So yeah, I might take a pay cut. Yeah, I can make more going state to state, but me making more doesn't 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 align with what I see from my vision. Yeah, I want my drivers being home. I want my drivers to raise their kids. I like that. Did did you structure the deal over a certain time term period, like a like a year, five year? How, how does that work? Because how do you um, guarantee? Because if you're putting all your eggs in that basket, mm-hmm. how do you guarantee that you'll have that? customer to continue to run their freight it's lifetime contingent my drivers do not have multiple incidents with their equipment wow that's the deal does anybody else have a lifetime contract with them i don't know not that you know of not that i know of wow that's a blessing man yeah so they were like this is a lifetime contract contingent your drivers do not damage any of our equipment wow wow so my trucks run seven days a week Eight trucks a day, easily. Yeah. So, so you, so that's so right now, you took no over the road anymore. Everything's local operation. Everything's local. Okay. Everything's local. Okay, got you. So is it? So is reefer. It's you're, a run, you're, you're running reefer and, and dry. Correct. Okay, got you. And I don't. Own, I don't. Own, and I'm, you're pulling their trailers. Correct. So it's power only too. Correct. Man. Correct. correct. That changed the game for me. Yeah. Changed the game. hundred percent. My drives are home every day. The trucks make the trucks make good money. I can you know pay my drivers you know well. The the, the money my drivers make, they will have to drive to state to state to make that. Right, so. right. Now that's dope and that's great for retention. I'm sure you have no problem keeping drivers and recruiting because if one leaves, I'm sure there's another one that's waiting. Correct. But again, <laughs> a lot of my guys were with me. Right, and you said some came back. All came back. Right. The, the, the majority, majority of them, came some back. of them had other jobs, but the, the ones that's supposed to be are here. Yeah, yeah. And they, and, 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 and they really held me down. That's dope, man. And, that's um, dope. So yeah, it's been it's, it, it changed it cha- changed the game. But again, there was a lot of moving there was a lot of moving parts. I eat, that driver messed up that trailer. How did you not mess up that trailer? I, I would have. <laughs> you I would, never had that relationship. Correct. I would have never gotten that phone number to find out who to find out the head honcho. And I didn't know. Who, I didn't know who he was the head honcho. Right. That happened in um, the factoring company. Me having that big old chargeback was a blessing in disguise. Yeah, it hurt my pocket, but the fact that I paid that, right, it made them even more like okay, like this this company is 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 very is trustworthy. Right. So my limit. Now they're going above and beyond for you. Oh man. Oh man! Because they know you're gonna make it happen, regardless. regardless. Either way, yeah. If we got a million. So out, if you need another favor, they got you. If we got a million dollar truck back, it's gonna get paid. Yeah, it's gonna get paid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, so yeah. Wow, wow, that's that's dope, man. So so now to bring it kind of full circle, you said you operated about eighteen trucks, correct? All local, including the gentleman who's leased on to you. He's running local also with, with mixture, you? mixture. He but his his trucks are. His trucks never stay over, stay, stay overnight. 
Okay. Ra- rarely. Okay. And they stay overnight because the driver might be late or the, or the delivery is a late appointment. But he but he only runs local or like Alabama and North Carolina. That's and, it. And who dispatches him? He does it. Oh, he does it for himself, mm-hmm. just under you. Okay, mm-hmm. gosh, you does it, you guys have any trailers or you just pull? Oh, you know, we got tra- yeah, we got because because before the part only, you know, I had to have you had to purchase your yeah, own trailers, but, trail, yeah. but now you don't even have to really use yeah, them like correct, that. Correct. Correct. Okay. So, okay. But uh, hold on, let me see what this calling me. Yeah, now nah, do your thing. But um, so yeah, yeah. I mean, that's 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 an amazing story, man. So many ups and downs, and yeah. all this in the span of three years. Yeah, three years. Three, three years. years. Three years. Started with one truck. Now we run at eighteen. Correct. And we got a local operation. Correct. Paying the drivers as much as they can make over the road. Correct. And we got titles. And we got titles. We got titles. Talk, talk about that. You, you, we were talking earlier about the difference between the, the newer and the, and the used trucks. Correct. Can, can you speak to that real quick just so? Correct. You know, people, people have the perspective, hey, you know, um, only buy new mile trucks. I get it. You know, they look pretty and, you know, and they are quote unquote more reliable. I get the perspective, but I don't subscribe to it. Because I have new model trucks and I have older model trucks. I focus on Freightliners. It's called a Freightliner. They're made to pull freight. I focus on Freightliner Columbia's. Reason being is that they had the Detroit 60, the Detroit 60 series engines. Those engines do not break down. They stopped manufacturing those engines because they weren't breaking down enough. The dealership wasn't making enough money. <laughs> so they transitioned from Freightliner, Freightliner from, from, D, from Detroit 60 Series to DD-15s. So you see a lot of Cascadias that have the DD-15s, and the older model Columbias have Detroit 60 Series, right? But now, guess what? The Detroit 60 Series, they don't have all those sensors and computers and all that. The newer model DD-15s and all that, they have all those sensors and all that. One little sensor could throw for a whole truck. But the older model truck, guess what? It's engine, transmission, clutch, differential, go. These newer model trucks, computers, this, this, this electrical unit, this, any, little, any little thing can throw it off and it's, and it's expensive. Right. Okay? And I have both. So, I, so, I'm, so I'm not speaking from one perspective. I'm not being biased. I, I, I speak, I'm, I'm speaking from the, from the aspect of looking at both, looking at both avenues. Meaning that these 60 series, these are the most reliable engines in my perspective. I'll explain. You see what they tell you is, they say, listen, uh, you could get a glider kit, a glider kit truck. It sounds cool, <laughs> right? Because uh, it's so reliable. You know what a, glider, what a glider kit is? What is it? All a glider kit is, is taking a newer model truck, has a nice new body and taking a 60 series engine and putting it in it. They call it a glider kit. Mm. Okay? That's what it is. Right. And they sell them for a lot of money. $80, $100,000. Because they know what is the real value in that truck is the engine. Right? But there's an 03 Columbia with the same engine for $18,000, $20,000. Right? But they'll take, they'll take the engine out of that truck and put it inside of 2018 and call it a glider kit and charge you 100 grand for it because it's going to be reliable. Yeah, because of that engine. Right. That DD-15, listen, 
Make sure you got make sure you got some good pocket, deep pockets on you because you're gonna spend that money. Yeah, I have I have DD fifteens. I got a, I got an international. I got a Max Force in it. But I got a lot of Columbias. I got those newer model trucks when I didn't really know the game well. Okay, once I when I start learning the game, I start buying older model trucks and primarily. Freightliner Columbia's that have 60 series engines. But there's different types of 60 series engines. You got 14 liters and you got 12 sevens. 12 sevens are better than 14 liters. Reason being is that when you need, cause in the 12 sevens, the 12 sevens, the 12 sevens, the 12 sevens um, are old school. The 14 liter has the, has the, has the DPS system in it. Again, those older trucks don't have that DPS system in it. Mm-hmm. Those 14 liters, um, some of them have that DPS, have that DPS system in it. So sometimes it's better to get a 6 series that's a 12.7 liter, not a 14 liter, because now the 12.7 is, is, is even cheaper. The parts are even more cheaper. The 14 liter parts are cheaper. I mean, are expensive, are more expensive than 12.7, but 12.7 is cheaper and it's easier to get um, um, injectors rebuilt and all that. You can't get, some places don't rebuild injectors on 14 liters, but they rebuilt, but they rebuild 12.7. Um, injectors, which are you know, which 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 which, which tend to go out after time. I got an O3 Columbia. I got 1.8 million miles on it, right? Only thing I replaced on that truck is the oil pump. Other than PMs, mm. I got a DD15. I just had to replace the CPC two weeks ago for like two grand. <laughs> little computer. It was it's a little computer unit behind right. the dash that went out. And luck, thank God the driver was on the yard when it happened. Because what happened is when you hit the gas, you ha- you got no the truck got no power. It was a little box. That little box cost two thousand dollars. Right. But luckily, the, the the model for that truck, the part, the CBC was in stock. I have a friend who has a who had a newer model cascaded than, than I do, who had the same issue. He's still waiting on the part for like after like for that for the last like five months. Got you. He waited so long. He said, like, "I can't wait no more." He went and paid someone five thousand dollars for it for a little box. <laughs> so I said to say, "Yeah, I, I prefer older model trucks. Columbia's with a sixty series. That's a twelve seven liter. Those are money makers. Now, do I have the internationals? Yeah, I have one, but I got a deal on it though. I didn't buy it. Just no, I got a deal on it, and it fits and it fits my purpose." I'm not, I'm not buying that truck to go state to state. Right. I'm buying it for, for local. local. My Columbia's I accumulated, those were for state to state. Right. That's, you know, they're reliable. But now since I'm running a local operation, I'm getting so much life out of them. And again, they're reliable. Now, I still, again, I have DD-15s, and I have, I have Cascades, I got DD-15s and all that. But I, I'm speaking from seeing both both perspectives. Why tell somebody to go get a new model truck and they gotta pay and, and, and they put what ten thousand down? Yo, you could take that ten thousand well mark market the market's high right now. But you could put you know but when the market wasn't so crazy or relationships. You could take that ten thousand, see what you could leverage, get another eight thousand, eighteen thousand, buy your older model truck. Right. Find you a good mechanic that can you know that 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 knows what he's doing. Well, it's hard to not know what you're doing with with with, with, those, with those older model trucks. To really you know, and, and and you can own the truck as opposed to you know putting a big down payment on putting that big down payment on the truck. And listen, that truck, no matter what, that note is due. Right. 
that I know what to do. Now all these now in all these situations that I had to pay all this money and have all these bills and all that and 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 all, all the back pays and all that stuff, right? Paying my cousin and all that, right? <laughs> yeah. It would have been hell had I had a truck note. Yeah. It would been hell. That's a fact. Luckily I didn't. You know, luckily l- luckily I didn't. You know, from 1950 to 2022, what has changed? The cattle that was being hauled in 1950 are the same cows and cattle being hauled now. <laughs> You're right. The same pit rolls that was, that was being hauled in 1950 are the same pit rolls that's being hauled now. The same chicken and rice that was being hauled in 1950 the same, is the same chicken and rice that's being hauled now. The loads ain't changed. So yeah. why change the truck? <laughs> I dig it. The same truck that was pulling that weight yeah. in 1950 yeah. is the same truck that could still pull that weight in 2022. Why change the truck? No, what happened was you changed the truck because guess what? You got to make more money. So you got to make a truck more you got to make a truck more complicated. You got to put more bullshit on it to make it more <laughs> to make it more to, you got to you got to put it on it so you can monetize off of it. It's right. not break it down enough. Right. Right. The the truck don't need all of that. That same truck in 1950 was pulling that same weight. What? So you going to tell me the a, a cow a, a cow went 1950 <laughs> in the same cow now? <laughs> Where you're right, it's the same. You're right, same same cow. Do you, do you have all sleepers? Yes, all sleepers. Okay, I assumed you did because you bought them off from the over the road operation. But Correct. now that you have a local operation, you could get day cabs essentially, could, right? But I could, but I won't. Okay. Reason why I won't because there's gonna be moments where a driver might be waiting a while to get unloaded. I have, even though it's power only, so I have situations where a driver might be waiting two three hours. Gotcha. You know, I want him. To go lay in that bed Right And then, now Yeah a day cab Will be cheaper for me Right But it'd be more Pain on his back For him to, for him to sit up The whole time To get unloaded he Right He can't lay down That's true So I, I'll spend I'll spend the money To make sure that bed Is in the back That he can go hop Back there and lay down Because of, because a shipper Might be backed up Or trucks might be Or the warehouse Might be backed up So he gotta wait longer To get unloaded Yeah That's why I'll never Buy a day cab Got you, got you. Nah, I mean, I mean, that definitely makes sense. Um, but but what, what about if, if like the company has like a, like a volume spike or something like that? Do they ever like look for more capacity where you could even potentially like lease lease out some day cabs to help them out on a like short term basis? Or does that not really happen? Um, that hasn't happened yet. Okay, but I put policies policies and procedures procedures in place in the event there's a spike. Okay, yeah, I'll go ahead and. See what see we'll see what I can leverage to get some trucks real quick. Right, and that, that's kind of what I'm correct. thinking because if with a situation like that, you never know when correct. they might just have a correct. spike and you want to grab some extra extra equipment. Correct. You can lease some day cabs. Correct, and that's the thing, and, and and then that's where my cousin come. My cousin comes into play because again, my cousin he's the he's the credit guy. He's the one that went out and got the company business credit and all. He's the one who did all of that. Because before, because the company had none of that. Right, he went out got got the company business credit. Uh. uh because uh, he, he knows how to he knows he knows how to repair credit and all that stuff. Got you, got like, you. And, He's a credit guy. And and but he learned by same way same way how I learned trucking through my own mistakes. He learned repairing repairing credit and all that through his own journey, at his own expense. Right. So he so he so he has, he has his own clientele that he you know that he manages and helps people and all that. But also at the same time, he's solely responsible for. Going out and getting and getting credit for the company, so in the event I do need to lease day cabs in the 
in a spike or something or something like that, he go out. He go out and take care of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because okay. because 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 that, that, that that's his thing. That that's his thing. That's that's his, like so. When I say when I say our finance department, that's him. <laughs> got you, got you, know, you. That's him. So okay, so yeah. So in the event, in the in the event, I need there's a spike. I need trust. Yeah. Because I need like five six trust. All right, Drew. Yeah. Give me um. Give me a week. I'll get it done. No, I think I just I, I might just planted a seed right there. Just <laughs> put, put something out there. Oh. I mean, that's how big big boys operate. The mega yeah. carriers. I mean, they're always tapped into a rider or a Penske to where they could always Correct. you know lease equipment if they need it and Correct. then they Correct. turn it right back in. Correct. You know Correct. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It just makes sense. Um, yeah, bro. Uh, this is this is a a, a crazy crazy oh, yeah, yeah, roller coaster yeah. of a story, man. Yeah, yeah. So so where I mean, you guys have grown phenomenally and and very fast. Over the last three years, I mean, how how much bigger do you want to grow this company, and, um, and do you want to, like, because you kind of found a diamond in the rough in that yeah. s- that situation with yeah. the with the uh, produce, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. H- how do you grow? Do you have to? Do you ha- do you feel like you have to keep grow with what they have for mm-hmm. you, or are you looking at other opportunities to continue to grow the business? I'm looking at other opportunities to continue to grow the business, and also um, my goal is. Um, continue to grow like grow my drivers because I have a driver who used to drive for me I forgot to include him I have a driver who used to drive for me who has his own truck in the fleet now okay his own truck in the fleet and my goal is to drivers to be able to get their own trucks and be, and go from one opera go from company driver to fleet driver I mean go from company driver to an operator to fleet owner gotcha and my drivers and and the thing that's different with me, I I call myself a second chance company. All right, I, I, I I'm I'm minor, I'm minority owned. I'm 28, so a lot of my drivers are the same age as me, or some are younger than me. And I I connect with my drivers in a non traditional way. In terms of my drivers know me, they had they never have issue with getting getting in contact with me, and I make sure I'm a. I make sure that it's the company is a home away from home. I could save a lot of money. I don't, I don't have to build bathrooms and showers and all this stuff. No, I could have just find a yard, rent it. I mean, I could have found a yard, pay, pay, pay the monthly bill to have my pay the monthly bill to have my trucks there, and just do that. Right. I didn't do all of this to just you know to 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 to, to with no end goal. Or, or 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 without the bigger picture, no. I want it because I want I want I want when 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 people come here or my drivers come here, they know it's a home away from home. Right. They know that you're not you're not you're not a truck number. Like I tell, like like I, like I have a driver named Chris. I, his last um I won't say his last name, but I'll just I say let's say his his last name is Z. Okay. I say Chris. This is why this is why I tell a lot of drivers. I say listen, you're not a truck number. There's a bunch of frontliners, but there's only one Chris Z. So it's important that my drivers know, like, you do matter, okay, and um, that's 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 that 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 that's that's what's important to me. Continue to grow my drivers, so that because again, my drivers my drivers are home every day, and they do power only, so they know how important it is to maintain maintain the account. Yeah, because 
This is how it's their livelihood as well. Correct. That's how everybody eats. Correct, correct. And if I mean that's I mean that's what it's about, man. Correct. You take care of your drivers, they're gonna take care of you. Correct. That's that's the bloodline of any trucking company. Correct. So correct. it's good that you understand that. Correct. Especially at a at a young age, you know what I mean? Correct. And coming into your own as an entrepreneur. Correct. Um man, this has been dope, man. We've we've talked about a lot. Oh yeah. Um, oh I never I didn't touch I didn't touch um I got I got a phone call. Okay. Tell me about it. Got a phone call from my father. Okay. Because he found out what I was doing. Right, right, right. Yeah, so, yeah, you're doing well now. So, dad calls. Tell, hey, call so, me. what happens? Come, he said, listen, man, I need a, comp- I need a compensation check. <laughs> I said, what? <laughs> oh, I said, yo, after seven months, you left. Right. I want to start a whole new company. The truck, the truck, the truck, that, you, the truck that you bought, they're gone. Right. Like, what you mean? Like, you were asking me for a compensation check when you know when I was struggling, like, like. <laughs> oh, well, listen, 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 uh, listen. Uh, so, how much can you give me? <laughs> I said, yo. I said, are you serious right now? <laughs> listen, I, I said, well, listen. You need to hear what you need to hear. Like, like you know, like, like, like you kind of hurt me. Okay, listen. Okay, but I need a compensation check because <laughs> he heard because he heard because he heard what I'm doing. Right. But um. He called me, but uh, and cause we didn't we didn't speak for we didn't speak for a while. We speak for a, we didn't, we didn't speak. I was really hurt. Yeah, I was like, you know, you left me out to dry, but um, but nevertheless, um, but nevertheless, I'm glad it happened because I realized the reason why that happened because had my dad stayed the whole entire time, I would have given him all the glory. I would have attributed all the success to him. Mm. I would have, I, and I would have been, I would have been, yo, I would have been okay with being the second fiddle. You, you did it, thank you. You believed in me. Da, da, da. That's not what happened. That's not what happened. Right. But that caused me to focus on my Lord, because now He gets all the glory. And I told the Lord, I said, "Listen, I said if you're able to make me um, get out of this." I promise every truck will represent your promise to me. That's why each truck has that verse, James 1.12 on it. Mm. It says, God blesses those who persevere under testing and temptation. Afterward, they will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. So I said, okay, as long as I persevere through this test, then I will receive the crown of life that you promised to me. So that means that when I make it through this test, Every truck is going to represent your promise to me. Mm. So that's why each truck has that verse on it. Each that's truck. Dope. That's so, dope. So, yeah. That's dope. Man, the moral of the story is to hang in there, man. Yeah. It, it'll get better. It'll get better. Yeah. Listen, you, you, you watch the show, right? So yeah. you know it's, it's, we got to do our final thought, right? And that final thought is spiritual, entrepreneurial, whatever you want to kind of leave the audience with, and then just let people know where they could connect with you. Now, I know that you're not really the social media guy. Yeah, not really. Yeah. So uh, we, we just kind of got your social media started, so yeah, let them know did. where they so, can yeah. find you word, on social word, media now. Word. I said, man, you got to have social media. They got to <laughs> find you. So, yeah, so start with the final thought and let everybody know where they could connect with you, man. So for everyone to connect with me, um, Instagram is Alexen Trucking, A-L-E-X-E-N Trucking. Um, straight like that. Uh, I have a TikTok. Uh, it's called Drew Trucks. D R E W 
Trucks, Trucks is plural with two S's. So D R E W T R U C K S S. And uh, again, Instagram is uh, Alexan, Alexan Trucking, E L E X E N Trucking. There we go. And the and final thought. Final thought. Um, the final thought. Believe in yourself. And I might come off kind of vulgar, but this is this is how I feel, and this is and this is what I tell myself. I don't give a shit what no one says. I don't care what nobody says. I believe in myself. I'm gonna make it happen by any means necessary. I don't care what nobody says. You know, when I was um when I was uh. I was at school one time. I had a teacher named Miss Miss Katrina. Um, she used to praise this boy Sam who used to read always read books. He used to be so mean to me. And uh I said, uh, you know what? If I get a book they'll be nice to me. So I went to the I went to the I went to the local library, I ran in the book. I made sure I ran in the thickest book. So it looked like, yo, yo, he's official. He got the thick book. (laughs) I got the book. I took it to school with me. I made sure I opened it up. And I didn't open it up at the first page. I cut the book in half and opened it up so so it could look like I read like all those pages to where where I got it open to. I said, yo, now she's going to um, be nice to me like like she's with Sam. Because she's always praising Sam about him reading books. So she saw me reading my book. Or oh, I wasn't reading it. I made it look I was reading it. You know, make it look natural. And she um, walked to me and she said, What's that? You going to read that book? <laughs> yeah, right. And at that moment, I said, I don't give a shit what nobody says to me. I don't, give a, I don't care what nobody says. I don't care. That was an instant where I realized I have to have isolated thinking. Because if I don't operate in isolated thinking, then I'm just going to allow any and every influence to tell me what I am. And straight, and cause me astray from what I know what I am. To make me blind to see what I can be and do what I'm destined to do. And that's why I carry that mentality. I don't care what nobody says. I don't give a damn what nobody says. I'm going to make it happen. By any means necessary. And not just for me. Because what I do and how I operate affects a lot of people. And that's how I operate. So that's my final thought. No doubt. If you can't respect that, your whole perspective is whack. Hustle fam, you know what we do around this time. You see we done broke day. In here And then went from day to night If y'all didn't realize that Man it's been a dope one My brother I appreciate you for sharing your story uh, Being so transparent And just bringing us into your world man Um, Hustle fam If you smell something burning It's only your desire Myself, Drew, Alexan Trucking We out If you twisted, confused Or stuck about trucks Don't be dumb This is the place to come Truck and hustle. Let's go!